And welcome to episode 66 of the Virgin Heresy podcast. Uh, as always, my name is Jody. I am your host this evening or this afternoon or whenever you're listening to this wonderful podcast of ours. Um, tonight, we're going to be talking or doing an after-action report of the one, the only, Scandus 2018. Uh, but before we get into any of that, as always, I have to introduce those who are with me here this evening. And on my left... As a full member of the podcast, he's actually, you know, we, we joked about this the last time. He's been taken off the casting couch, given his own chair, and is allowed to sit around the table and share in the beer and pretzels. It is the one, the only, Mr. Magnus. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing just fine. And you're yeah. good, sir. I'm doing okay. I, ha- I have beer. I have, you know, dudes to talk about. Pretzels? Are uh, there pretzels? There, there are no pretzels, but there are, um, there are. Well, it's gone. It's past like six o'clock in the evening. I shouldn't be eating anyway. But there, there, there's some snacks around if I desire to to venture that way. Although I can hear Freddie seething about that if I do do talk about that. <laughs> uh, so I'm not going to go that way. Um, how's the new chair doing? You? How's the fence post we put in? Are you are you happy sitting on there? It's so comfy. Yeah, just sitting on the fence, just watching both sides. And beautiful not deciding that, where to go i knew that was the best i knew that was the best purchase of having that fence post installed i, I knew we'd get use of it someday so i'm yeah. very happy to ha- very happy to have that in the virtual studio uh and on my right as always uh sitting far atop the the pyramid here in the, the heresy of sweden with beer in one hand pretzels in the other and probably by the sounds of everything beforehand a paintbrush and some French soldiers, which is for something completely different, uh, is the one, the only, Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy? I am splendid. And actually, I've replaced the French soldiers to uh, de-blasting titan, titan weapons. Ooh, for uh, Titanicus by any chance? Yes. Ooh, sexy as. Very nice, because it's, it's all about the D at any scale, let's be fair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It's very true. Um, and tonight with us, uh, we're very happy to have a two absolutely wonderful gentlemen. Uh, well, they paid me to say that, so you can decide on your own there. Um, hailing from the, the north, not the dark north, because, you know, it is Stockholm. And it's not exactly um, without creature comforts or electricity, is the lovely pair. How are you doing, buddy? I'm very fine. Thank you. And you? Good, good. Oh, I'm, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm glad to have you on here. We're uh, very much looking forward to talking about Scandus and all the shenanigans that uh, that partaked and all the fun that we had. Um, yes. And on on the other side of the virtual uh, the virtual divide is well, you've had we've had him on here before, and we'll have him on have him on here again. So there's there's not much to say that you're going to get away from in any way, shape, or form. It is the lovable Sebastian from Denmark. How you doing, buddy? Good day. Good day. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> Sorry, wrong, wrong, wrong oh, language. Hi, hi guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sebastian. I, I got a bit envious of, of the, the Don't Lose Your Head podcast's outros with the different accents. So <laughs> I thought well, I'd myself in my native accent. Yeah. Oh, dear. 
But didn't you know that every time a Dane speaks, an angel dies? Yeah, why do you think <laughs> I talk all the time? <laughs> That's why we can never shut them up. <laughs> Heresy, baby. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, that's why it takes so long to learn Danish so the angels have got a chance. Um, so we're going to be, as I said tonight, guys, we're going to be talking all about Scanners, doing a full after-action uh, after report for you guys. But before we do that, just a quick shout-out. Uh, first of all, follow if you're not already doing it, and Lord knows why, follow us on Facebook. Go Facebook forward, facebook.com forward, spla forward splash, forward slash, either works, the Varangian Heresy. Um, and we've also got our attached podcast group on there if you want to get involved in what we do. Um, we have Twitter and Instagram where we are at Varangian Heresy. We have our email, which is the most important thing. So that is the Varangian Heresy at gmail.com. We have a small backlog of some lists and other things that we're going to find time to get through. We promise you we will. Um, and you know, if you've got anything you really want to do, is just send uh, want us to do, I should say, any ideas for episodes, stuff to talk, uh, oh, stuff to talk about, things to argue over. Which, to be fair, is where the fun comes in. List to review, anything like that. Hit us up via the email. And I guess the la one last thing to say is we have a Patreon. Uh, if you like what we do and you would like to support us in what we do, um, just go over to patreon.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy. All the information is there. There's a little uh, short episode that Chris and I recorded a while back uh, with some information on there, so you can have a look at that. And there's all sorts of goodies for different levels uh, while you're supporting us. So, yep, I think I've, I've shilled everything out as much as I possibly can. Um, so we need to just get straight into talking about Scandus. And first thing is first is how was everybody on the Monday afterwards? Did everybody survive? Yeah, that's much. <laughs> Pretty much. Bit tired. Yeah. What about you, Sebastian? How was the how was the ride back, dude? <laughs> Fucking uh, clown card. <laughs> <laughs> the world's smallest Kia. Uh, not so bad. Like me and Jacob used the first two or three hours sleeping. Um, yeah, you were in the back of the party spartan for that as well. Yeah, yeah. I was very disappointed. Really good at sleeping in though. Um but yeah, it wasn't so bad, like we're getting we're starting to get used to going from Stockholm to Copenhagen in an evening's drive. So <laughs> by getting by getting used to you mean you're learning how to quickly fall asleep. No, I normally never sleep on the way home. I'm the co pilot. Ah, uh, fair point. You've got a you've got a very important job there. Yeah, Keep it's disc the, jockey uh, in the car. No, Eric won't let me. Disc jockey. <laughs> there will only be one song going. I know which one. <laughs> oh God, yeah, Lord Almighty. Well, I feel for you, brother. I really do. But uh, yeah, we we did the we 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 actually sort of road tripped up to up and back together, didn't we? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. To be fair, yeah, convoy style. Yeah, very much so. Or. Um, you know, Eric with his fantastic navigation of, I know, we'll just follow this road. Wait, we're driving back in the wrong direction. <laughs> <laughs> we're driving back towards Stockholm. Oops. Well, we, we thought we were following you, but there was another car that looked a bit like yours. Uh, details. It was yeah. dark. You, you rolled a one on your initiative check. You know, what are you supposed to do? There was cover. You know, there was night fighting. You didn't it's, stand a chance. It all looked like You read the road signs, maybe. Nah. <laughs> nah, some weird language. <laughs> yeah, I have that problem too, but you know that's that, that's how it happens. Um, 
So let's let I tell you what we should start is let's just talk about how the run up to the event. I mean, we did do our big sort of players pack general shout out. Here's all the information drop a sode before we did um, before we went up. But Freddie Magnus, yep. you know, you guys are obviously on site. Uh, I think Magnus was there specifically sorting out the um, the. Uh, Excuse me. The wall, the wall, the wall. Yeah, and and the playing space. So, tell 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 everybody about the setup. How did how did we get sort of prepped for this? Um, we well, got drunk at Magnus' place. Yeah. <laughs> that that's prime heresy right there. For <laughs> that's how all good planning starts, getting drunk. Uh, but no, uh, like we mentioned in an earlier episode, uh, we had a lot of help getting. Getting to the point we were at with the walls and stuff. So a shout out again to everybody involved, Jaron, Bjorn, Johnny. Uh, and uh, well, it's getting by this point routine, setting up like all setting up the locale for for the games itself. It's not a biggie, just a lot of running up and down, and making sure everybody brings everything. Yeah, now with the um, sorting of terrain into different boxes, it's so fucking more quickly. Yeah, all the tables are now more or less sorted, like one box is a table. So um, that's really nice compared to how it was before. Yeah, when it's but, all uh, chaos. And, and now, like, after, as this is the, the last event of the year, and because we've been yeah. unpacking these boxes back and forth, and, you know, we kind of even know the setup in our sleep. Like, even the magnetized madness table goes pretty quick now, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that. I love. I remember, I actually remember having you giving me the boxes once and going, here, put this together and, like, uh, <laughs> I think it took like half an hour or 40, 40 minutes to get all the bits in the right place. Good God, that was that. That's a trial by fire. That table, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. but it's but always it's, worth it. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's so oh, nice. Yeah. Um, but uh, now we uh, set everything up the day before. It took a couple of hours, but not a biggie. Uh, I don't know how many were we. Pretty? I think we were like four people. Like it was yeah. uh, Plastic Fantastic, uh, you and I, and who else came around? Yoran. Yoran, yeah, Yoran came, and then someone else. Wasn't it someone else? Uh, it was Nicholas. Yeah, Nick. Oh, yeah. Lovely Nicholas was there, and Eric was there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the so BSK he, was. Of, yeah, heaps of cool dudes broke up. And I have to say, like, once we put down the wall on the table and it all sorted, that was pretty yeah. impressive. How did, I've got to ask, especially Magnus, how did that feel seeing the wall go down for the first time? Because I know what it was like when I saw it for the first time, uh, but, you know. What, what uh, was it? Well, well, it was real nice to see how, how it turned out, and it was really worth, like, all the work with it. Um, it's been my little labor of love uh, for this year, pretty much. And uh, I had, I'd never seen it complete before, so it was really nice putting out the entire wall, putting up all the terrain, and, like seeing how fucking massive it really was. 
So uh, I was just it's one of those moments when you just get just feel really warm and fuzzy inside. A little bit teary eyed. Hard even. work. <laughs> yeah, when all your hard work actually pays off and it looks doesn't look like shit, which I was a bit <laughs> concerned about for the entire year. So it helps. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough crowd to please, so <laughs> I need to stay on need to be on top, but uh, thanks to Bjorn, Jonny, Joran and Freddy, we we uh, nailed it. So, yeah, no, it's. And I think fun. everybody was pleased because everybody looked impressed, at least. Or actually, yeah, I, I think like it. That's really, really. Yeah, I was going to say this is where I'm going to jump over to you guys. I mean, what what was your first impressions of it when you saw it on the table, Pear and uh, Sebastian? Yeah, but it was pretty cool. I guess uh, everyone's in pictures of it on Facebook. If not, come check them out. I don't know how many meet, like. Five, ten, no, five, six, seven meters. Well, six tables. Yeah, six full tables. Long table. And you yeah, know, knew that uh, it's going to be a massive Titan, super heavy, it's nice, everything on it. It was cool, really cool. You were impressed when you first saw it. That's just the way it was. Yeah, also, I, I think one thing that really struck me when seeing the entire piece together is that the colors actually matched up. Like, normally when you do such a big piece, there will be a big variance from one end to the other in the colors you use. Like, one gray will yeah. be slightly lighter or darker, but it all just seems to match perfectly up. That's true. That's, That's true. So it gave, like, a that really was, good whole picture. Yeah, it was one of the good things about pounding out the last colors in just one day. Where, like, five people working eight straight hours to yeah, make the last... Yeah, yeah, we had like some sort of like a sweatshop, <laughs> Chinese sweatshop working day. <laughs> I was doing the doors, uh, working, uh, Johnny was gluing stuff together, and then Jerome was uh, like painting metals, and then uh, Bjorn was just doing, like putting the last shades on it together, and because he was using the same color all the time out of the airbrush, so when he did the last sh shade all over it, like on e every single piece, it always became the same shading. And that's why, like, I think no. that was good because then it all looked, looked the same, like one single massive yeah, it piece like of a wall. Massive wall. Even Gorbachev would be proud. Yeah. <laughs> Even Trump would be happy. Hey, yes. was, it has to be gold. To be fair, we actually, is... we, I don't know how much of a scam it was, but we did get an inbox e an email in our inbox asking us if the wall was uh, for sale from a uh, something something usgov at gmail.com. I think it might be a scam, but you never know. Maybe we could sell it <laughs> and make some money. Yeah. You know? Could be Trump. Could be Trump. Maybe we should see if we can we, we make some money out of it. If anybody knows, do, do let us know. I'd be very interested. It'd be nice to make some money back. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Can I mean, finance uh, next year already. Yeah, that that wouldn't that be amazing. Um, I have to say though, it was really good fun. Uh, it was really good to see. I mean, you know, we've talked about it um, so many times on the podcast, uh, and you know, we've talked about it off off air as well. And just to actually see it there and out, and I think we were driving up and we saw we sort of saw some of the pictures on um, on Facebook, and it's like, oh, holy shit, this is going to be awesome. And then you sort of get there and see the full length of it. It's like, well, damn. Okay, then. <laughs> Fair enough. That's that. That's a that's a big one. Um, yeah. Massive. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I think another thing that kind of added to it was you had the wall, and then behind the wall we had those other tables that were like inside the city. Yeah. So, so it's like yeah. it, like the entire layout kind of felt it kind of just matched everything. So they were fighting inside the city, and they were fighting on the wall, like outside, and like how the table work. Kind of, it, it just aesthetically, it it was pleasing. Yeah, it all tied together really well. And yeah. big, massive shout out to you guys putting it all together in that way. Um, and we we had our our, our lovely, uh, our soon to be well, our our, our growingly well known uh, rape dungeon or uh, yep. hobby dungeon, depending on how you want to prefer to refer to it, um, which we had uh, a table set up in as well. And we had the uh, the big uh, pair of tables set up with our uh, special missions on as well, yep. uh, which was awesome. They were in sort of the entry, uh, entryway of the venue, which was really cool. Um, and, yeah, that was uh, – that that definitely had some fun – uh, and cause some cause some issues as it was going along, which I thought was quite <laughs> hilarious. Um, so yeah, I mean, there was that, and and Freddie, I mean, you went you went all out on trying to get swag sorted and all that sort of stuff, and our our, our legendary sticker collection grows. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, you aim to please. At least yeah. the stickers are pretty funny. Yeah, Keep getting, getting yeah. asked about how do I get the stickers? Like, I was like, join Patreon and we'll send you like a Chrissy, Chris Kringle gift for you or some shit. Yeah. Come and join Patreon, or even more so next year, come to our events. That's true. That's even yeah. better. Yeah, or do both. We'd love you. We'd love you twice as much. Um, we'd even sort of, you know, maybe get more than involved in loving you just as much. But that's just me. Um, maybe, we, maybe we can see what we can work out. But um, no, seriously, though. No. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just awesome. We had the transfers and everything. And, you know, uh, I want to say a big shout out to uh, Frederick Permo from um, uh, the Dirty K group because he was uh, really, really helpful in um, basically putting together the podcast transfer sheet. And he helped um, sort out our. Um, our custom sheet for the night household as well. Um, the Titans. Yeah, the sorry Titans night household. My apologies. Um, mm-hmm. The big kits all blended to one after you've been doing them for a while. Um, but yeah, it's for the uh, for the Titans, which were jumping over to who did those? Who who were they? Just the uh, that was Emily at the Strange Ink, ink Designs. Strange Ink Designs on Etsy, and she is the wonderful creative behind the banners that you see on our. Yep. Um, She's Miss Mrs. Banners, for sure. Yeah, and uh, if if you want to know what we're talking about, go just take a look at any of our event pictures. There are banners hanging up, um, you know, up there. I mean, God, Freddie, how many have you got now? Uh, <laughs> Six, I think. Is that include? Um, does that include the one for the podcast, or without the or with the one with the podcast? Uh, with, with the podcast, with the one for the podcast. Yeah, and yeah. Magnus has got one of those as well. You wouldn't think I'm, I've yeah. gotten mad or anything? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> no, but it, like uh, like heaps of people put in, and, and it was super helpful, and it was really nice. Like we hang up the the banners pr- prior to the event, and 
we, we kind of left the, the banners we had in the rape dungeon and then uh, we hanged up the, the Titan banners, you know, up in our little kind of uh, EO area. Yeah. And yeah, they, no, they, they look really nice. I have two in my hobby room here, like the World Elite one and my Empress Sugar one. They really tied the room together. Yeah. <laughs> they look very, very pretty. They, they really did good, do some good work. But no, seriously, big shout out to for, for that work. And if you're interested in seeing uh, what Frederick has uh, is up to, if you go and take a look at notacollector.com, which is his blog, um, he's got a lot of his artwork up there and his hobby stuff as well. So it's definitely worth a look because he does some very, very good stuffs. Yeah. Uh, and I think we'll be stealing his help in the future as well. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, so yeah, so we had all the uh, all the swag up and about. We had all the fun um, up and there, and some of us did did what we've we've started doing, which is probably not the best thing: um, <laughs> crashing at the event. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I was there. I was rather tired. I was up late painting because you know certain titans had arrived and just needed some finishing touches. Um, so yeah, working on that lot, but uh, it was the the buzz was real, man. I mean, the buzz was, you know, it was awesome because we had loads of uh, people going back and forth in chats and and stuff like that, all talking about what's going down, what's going to happen, and well, there were people coming in from all over the place. Yeah, like you guys from southern Sweden, the Danes from Denmark, you know, Sebastian's and Eric and the guys. Yeah, and then uh, we have the peoples from like the fucking Arctic Circle coming down. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But it, it was like funny to see the chat. Like how everyone was kind of uh, closing in <laughs> to to the venue. Yeah, like, exactly. oh, we're this far away. We're here. We're here. Where are you guys? Yeah, let's meet the bar. And there's some of us still driving, going, "Yeah, we're not going to be there till midnight." Damn it! <laughs> we'll just have to start drinking when we get there. It's fine. Um, but yeah, so it was it, the, the night before Scandus. There was there was very literal tension in the air uh, because, if memory serves, the loyalists have taken the event the last two years running. Yeah, two two years in a row. Two years in a row. So there was a there was a palpable taste in the air that there might just possibly be a, a reckoning. <laughs> yeah, a chance for a reckoning, and we had a really good fun run up of events up to. Um, up to the uh, to the walls of uh, New Middle East, uh, to, to the walls of Byzantia. Sorry, so we were um, yeah we we were good to go, and everybody was super super psyched for it. So yeah, it was it was ready to go. So let, let's just get straight into talking about it because I mean we're going to try and do this as much in one go as possible. Day one, what happened? Where did, where did it all begin, Freddie? Where did it all? Well, we, we did registrations and stuff. Everyone got their little swag pieces. They got their two reroll dices. And then uh, because prior to the event, we had uh, delegated to a general on each side who had a 2IC as well. And they kind of had pre-information about the event. So they, they were kind of already tasked up. So they, they had to split their teams into two. Uh, one team had to go for the siege on the wall, and the other team had to fight it out in the... The hive city itself so they started to you know move among themselves and also each general got like a, a deck of cards for apox you know the old school fucking uh six dead i think it is apox cards 
So I, I took uh, some of the best samples of that, which Jordi is going to talk about later, I guess. But so I split them among the generals, and they can hand out to the. That they could hand out to their place wherever they felt that someone needed it. And and basically how, how we did it, because the loyalists were defending, so the loyalists uh, players that were fighting in the city, they all had to go and pick a table where they wanted to play at. And uh, and afterwards, the, defendant, uh, the attacker, which was the traitors, the, the general got to a lot of players to each of the tables. And so you could sort out grudge matches. You could sort out like people that want to play each other in the first round pretty easy, or like in any round actually. We we kind of kept it super lax this year, so we didn't know like pre-draw or anything. We just left it to the generals to uh, pair up people, and I think that worked really well actually. Yeah, I think that was a really good move because saved a lot of work. For yeah. us as TOs and made yeah. everybody more relaxed and yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think I think it's I think it's fair to say it's it's most definitely a, a way to go. Uh, having having people, you know, players involved, especially sort of leaning on your more experienced players to, yeah. to yeah. help with that because it makes it makes a difference. You know, mm. it really does. Exactly, and then um, and then basically. They started up, so we did like the general and their team. Uh, they started up on the big table, and the two IC and their team started up in the Hive City tables. And uh, basically, on the big table, uh, each round started like it was timed rounds, and Magnus was the one kind of EOing that stuff. So if, if you want to take away like how a round worked on the on the mega Titan table, and the mega battle, yeah. Mega well, battle. Uh, they got. Uh... As always, the first first match is always a bit uh, well. Hey, it takes a couple extra minutes to get ready, everybody to get their stuff in place and so on. But we take a half an hour for people to set up um, and get ready, and then they start their turns uh, with uh, traders attacking, getting first turn. They get in half. They get only half an hour for the entire turn for all the players. But you don't. We don't use the phases as strictly as usual. If you're if you're done with your movement, you can start shooting, and you don't have to wait for the other players to go and wait for their movement to end or their shooting to end or whatever. Just just roll on and get the game going fast. So and it. It worked. I thought we had a bit short on time, but it actually turned out it was perfect. Everybody was the right amount of stress to get done with everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, it wasn't any loitering or anything. Everybody did their stuff, and there was 18,000 points per side. And, and it turns tended hour. to go faster as the game progressed. Didn't it? <laughs> There was a little more than 18,000 points aside because we did throw in a yeah, few yeah, that's true. bits and pieces here and there. Mm. Uh, that's true. It's uh, 22, 23,000. Yeah. yeah. yeah but uh, how, was... how, how did they score and stuff? You have to give it some more, mate. 
<laughs> give us some more. Now, legs, well, God damn it. Yeah, give us give us something. Now, uh, how it worked is at the beginning of their turn, the general uh, rolled four times on a chart and got a number. There was well, uh, eleven different objectives that they could get, and they rolled four times on chart and picked the three objectives that they thought they could score on that turn. Because if they failed, their opponent would get the points to the overall score of the campaign. So they had to be, be tight and talk about it within their team to discuss all the like, tactics and what missions they had and how to accomplish that, or else they would... which kind of happened in the first, first match that the uh, traders were much a lot more organized so they they did all their like missions every turn so yeah, and we, we were on point yeah. weren't we fair yeah, we, yeah, yeah we were very much on point in that game in every game but yes <laughs> <laughs> don't spoil it don't spoil the end no no <laughs> No spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, but uh, they did because they only had that round to accomplish mission, or if they failed it, the opponent get the points. So, so uh, for, for example, like one of the mission was uh, take down a warlord titan, and it was worth ten campaign points for the campaign. Uh, but the thing is, so if you if you succeeded, you got ten campaign points. But if you fail one of those strategic missions, then the opponent scored those points. Yeah, so it's kind of important that you only pick stuff that you thought that you could actually manage. Yeah, and that, that's something that uh, uh, I want to sort of use to segue over, actually, because we we were doing this with campaign points, so it was all about how the campaign would play out rather than uh, sort of victory points as such. So it wasn't really focusing on the players, and we didn't have our um, usual top point scoring player. On the traitor or loyalist side, because it was it was all about the end result, yeah, which was really fun. Which then lead I'm going to use as a segue to jump over to uh, Freddie telling us about how the other matches worked out. Uh, the the other matches was four thousand points versus four thousand points. Uh, all the tables were playing the same mission except two, which was uh, a void shield mission, a special because. At the start of a campaign, the Void Shield is protecting the Hive City, which is fucking up everything. Basically, it prevents the trader from uh, deep striking successfully or using ordnance successfully, as in barrages, because everything was always full scattered until the Void Shield comes down. And when the Void Shield comes down, there's no more scatters. So, uh, and the other one is the weapons control array. So, along the big, massive uh, Hive Wall, you have all these defense emplacements, which was last cannons, battle cannons, heavy bolters, like all kinds of turrets, like um, you know the quad quad uh, auto cannons and stuff. And all those start online, and then as uh, if the traders manage to take control of the the kind of the command center, the fire control command center, uh, they they deteriorated the the status of the defenses. So for every every round that they manage to win on that table. The defense's ballistic skill dropped by one. Basically, and it started on three. So after three turns, it could be down to zero and not no longer functioning at all. Uh, which was kind of like how you could 
help out and affect each other. So as soon as one of those tables won, uh, one of the EOs come up, like they, they send a runner and they come up and say like, oh, the shields are down, the shields are down, which I think happened in the first game already. Like the yeah. trainers is waiting fucking balls deep uh, trying to knock down the, the shields and fuck up the the terrace today. I think they kind of put on their, their what they thought were their hard, like the toughest lists just to go in there straight off off the bat and just take that down, which probably helped them as well uh, on the big table. So. Well, it didn't hinder, although to be fair, I was dead by that, so I didn't really pay <laughs> yeah, yeah. attention. For you, it's a non-issue, but you know, we, we could talk to someone who wasn't dead by then, like Pele, Yes, so you, you started out the first like you rocked up, uh, and you started out the first round on the big table, didn't you? Yeah, yes, I was so, under the mall of the not the second in command, the the horse himself, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. So you were the general. Yes, the general. Uh, on the big table with. Two functions, a fell blade and some knights facing a very, very, very big warlord titan. <laughs> <laughs> and I had another warlord titan at my side, Jody. But you yes. got shot and died, so I had to face him myself. Hey, come on, that let's be fair. <laughs> I did not just that's not cool, man. That's not what, cool. What was really okay. cool about it though? Time for example, one twenty inch. That's first time ever actually has to worry about it. Yeah, it's got a big jump. Yeah, the range of your weapons actually not enough, or are they enough? Yeah. Well, to be fair, there's a great picture. I haven't had a chance to post it up yet of one of the apocalypse games where. Um, we had the full. We we measured out the half range of a Minotaur um, cat and tank, and the tape measure ran out before we hit halfway. Um, it it was a bit ridiculous for range on some of those things. <laughs> um, once you needed you needed a range, though. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Actually, I tell you what. Before uh, before we uh, before we continue, because there there is a there is a series of epic stories of grandiose tales of my uh, pair and myself standing beside you. Uh, fuck you! Hey, um, don't talk to me. <laughs> I didn't fail nothing. Dawn got fucking lucky. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Uh, I want to talk to Sebastian about playing on the getting some feedback because th th there was one slight problem with all the. Um, all the the mixing ups of the players and everything, and that that kind of hit Sebastian, didn't it, my friend? Uh, well, yeah, technically, um, I guess it was both a good and a bad thing uh, because since we were split into two teams, uh, some of us from Denmark uh, unfortunately got faced against each other in the first round, um, which is not really the reason we travel so far to play against people we normally play against. Um, but again, it was because so many people had grudge matches, which is a really nice thing, that people want to play with specific opponents because they had a good time before. Um, and at the same time, we managed to have two games in the time of one. So there's always a joy. 
Let, let me guess, you uttered the, the famous words to your general when he asked you, like, who do you want to be matched up against? Like, oh, I, I, I don't care. And then he disappeared <laughs> and matched everyone else up. And then I bet the other Dane on the, the loyalist side said, oh, I don't care. And then he matched up everyone else. <laughs> uh, are you psychic? <laughs> well, he, he's definitely something. <laughs> I know. Maybe maybe I know Sebastian. <laughs> maybe and maybe you know Janus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because you're all really nice people. <laughs> or we have a bad reputation. <laughs> yeah, no comment. No, no. never comment on reputation. <laughs> no, never say a word, damn it. But you know, you you might as well get that game out uh, in the first round, nice and early, so you don't have to worry about it later on. Yeah, true. <laughs> just keep keep it easy but, and breezy man but yeah like the first round with me and janus was just a good way to warm up i guess um for the event <laughs> but but you, get, you still managed to beat each other up a lot so true that <laughs> well you were w one of the main reasons that the loyalists were still in the game after the first round <laughs> yeah like i gave them still 10 straight uh, campaign points <laughs> to be fair it would have been a bit of a golf otherwise let's be fair you might have broken i'd like to think that you did it was a charitable donation cause if i'm honest we are the humanists of the 30k uh, community <laughs> us thousand sons we donate our souls yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, and obviously, you've never done anything wrong either. Exactly. So, I was going to say, you're, you're dust in the wind by the end of it all. So, I mean, it's you, mean, you can donate whatever you want, to be fair. Too soon? Nah, Too soon? nah. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Well, what about, the, just, just quickly then, because um, I know you've got to shoot off in a second. Um, what about the rest of your games? How did they fare for you? Um, well, the second was Apocalypse. I don't know if you want to hear that from my side or just the rest of the guys. Oh, no, go for it, man. We want to hear from you. Okay, okay. Um, the first one, I think, yeah, I only had the one Apocalypse, actually, uh, due to the changes on the second day, um, where we, I at least tried to break through a gate and fight Lehman Russ and some <laughs> other stuff. <laughs> with Spartan and... I had some deep striking segment um, as well. Did, did, did you scream Leroy Jenkins at any point? Nah, I had too much firepower to do that. Oh, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Okay. I'll let that one slide. Uh, <laughs> but, like, yeah, my Typhon was pretty much ignored, so it just had a blast shooting strength 10 AP1 shells all over the place. That never happens, though. That, that's, that's, this is the beauty of this game. You know, games of this size. Whenever do people ever ignore a Typhon? Oh yeah, you've got to be playing four thousand points aside on a popping table. That night jobs last year, where the same thing happened. They took out three knights before it was killed. See, I mean, seriously, man. I mean, come on. That's that's just awesome. And I say this from the fact that I think my Typhon has lived in one game it's ever played in. So <laughs> I think everybody recognizes that pain. <laughs> but what about yeah, your... Uh, uh, did you get, manage to get another individual match in as well? Or? Yeah, yeah, I had... Uh, first I had one against uh, Nicholas um, from the BSK group. Yep. Um, and his Salamanders. 
Oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah, I remember coming in and seeing that a couple of times. Yeah, like I, I was facing up and three fully packed um, different kinds of land raiders, from with everything from terminators to pyroclast, mm -hmm. what they're called, um, and then some special character dreadnought and some more dreadnoughts. Oh, Cassian Dracos probably. Yeah, and. I managed to get turn one and uh, used my, um, what's it called, the Venator, Sikaran Venator. Um, yeah. To make Mr. Lock came down. Yes. <laughs> uh, and it had like two hall points left after the first round of shooting. Um, Ooh, it's pain. And then he, he kind of went for the flanks and almost took down my Arcus, but it managed to stay alive with one hold point and then shoot down some tacticals later and some other shit. But it held its ground, so that's what matters. Um, and yeah, like in general, we just kind of slammed each other's Terminators into each other on the right flank, uh, where I found out that Sigmet with Divination are even more shitty than I could ever imagine. <laughs> against shitty those... bad or shitty good? <laughs> shitty bad against fire drinks. Oh yeah, come on. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I gotta learn that the hard way. Yeah, no, I, I, I hate those guys. <laughs> um, but my Praetors butchered them because he was a biomancy guy with a thunder hammer so oh you were that guy huh yeah playing nails and hammers um, nails and fire drakes you mean yeah but you, play, was, you played uh, whack a drake yeah it was the mission where we had to get into the opponent's deployment zone or control no man's land and that sort of thing oh and you had was, the, it was a void shield generator wasn't it yeah yeah and we lost all our troops by the end of the game <laughs> uh, <laughs> Like the only infantry that was alive was my uh, my warlord um, that had just slain his warlord, um, and then we had like I had some more tanks and he had a couple of dreadnoughts I think and some infantry still, maybe a sing yes I think his Spartan was still alive, but yeah like we first we thought it was a one to zero because of the warlord slain but then we were reminded of the price of failure so it was three to zero. And, and, and anything in the win column is still a win, my friend. Yeah. That's yeah. where it counts. Still, still, One still, in the win column. Still something to nothing, so it's still a double to, to nothing victory. Oh, yeah. It became a major victory. Yeah. <laughs> Basically doubling. Um, and then afterwards, there was the switch up with the, who wanted to play the Apocalypse and the, the 4K versus 4K, and I had a grudge met with Anders Mechanium. Yeah. Where. Yeah. Uh, Anders Billing. Uh, Billing. His Mechanicum. And they tore me a new one with their amazing gun line and mine trying to hide in reserve. <laughs> <laughs> and failing badly. Um, Gangster? I still outflanked my Spartan <laughs> with 10 Sigma in it. So that made me happy. It's <laughs> like individual goal for an event. Yeah. I'll flank my Spartan with Sekmates. Tick. <laughs> That's why you bring Ari, man. It's like, drop, drop my go home. That's <laughs> what I wanted to do. Also, uh, I wanted to do the same thing with my 10 uh, plasma guys. Uh, ten, no, nine, 9 plasma support marines in a rhino with an apothecary. 
And I thought, this is going to be the shit. And then you applied the acid rain rules to both my missions. Yep. So you just became <laughs> castle squats with gets hot all over the place. So it became the shit. <laughs> Not really. Like they, they put free gets hot. But that as, they, as in shit in a negative way. Oh, yeah, like they, they suicide bombed and didn't really kill anything. That was almost as good as the uh, the, the that plasma squad that I came in and saw, where you literally <laughs> killed. You managed to kill more from your own um, gets hot rolls than you did. <laughs> did yeah, you like, wipe out his wipe him out and then kill your own dudes off as well? I shot thirteen hits on his bane blade, uh, Stormlord, whatever chassis it was, um, in the side. And I, by the time I made it to the six guys shooting, all of them were dead from gets hot. Um, <laughs> but they still got to fire, though. So uh, I hit with the 13, and none of them glanced up end. Um, if, if, I was play, if, I, if, I, if we were doing music in this, I'd play Purple Rain just for you, because it would feel kind of appropriate. Just yeah. Because... Because fuck shooting plasmas, apparently. <laughs> Without the apothecaries. <laughs> I did have an apothecary. It didn't work. Are you like, He had one. He died. Oh, fuck. Every time one gets hot, they do a three-inch bubble of gets hot around them. Hit on everything. So every time I made one get hot, everyone took a get hot hit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> everyone gets to shoot except the guy standing next to the apothecary. <laughs> <laughs> next time, next time it'll be quite simple. Is it raining outside? Mm. Is that rain eating through the metal? Maybe not take the plasmas. <laughs> well, too late. That's what you got. Deal with it. <laughs> so they're, they're legionaries. Yeah. Are you? Are you secretly a dark angels player? Because. Speaking from experience as a dark energy player, that's just how life goes. Use plasmas, you die. Well, I I once had about four hundred points of forty k dark angels before I played anything. <laughs> then he realized he couldn't sit on a fence post. Oh, <laughs> I, I found out they were stuck <laughs> and the ropes weren't the only things cool. So. Eh. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm here all the recording. <laughs> Don't forget to tip your waitress. <laughs> oh dear. So did you have fun, dude? I think that's the definitely, thing. Definitely. Uh also slept like six hours in the entire weekend because we went out drinking both days. So you stayed at Bjorn's house. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Forget it tough mother. I would say forget tough mother and all that. You know, <laughs> tough Viking and all that shit. Come to one of our events. Stay up yours if you leave, live through it. You're a man. <laughs> <laughs> Although we're not sure about Eric still, but you know, close enough. Someday the beard will grow. <laughs> really? Don't lie. <laughs> you gotta believe you. <laughs> this is truth this is truth oh, man. but it was good to have you up there man it was such a blast and you know it was a hell of a lot of fun yeah thanks for having me like any time is a good time in Sweden so yeah well we're going to have to we're going to get because like I said I'm conscious you need to head off but we've got to mention that 
you're going to be doing uh, some more of your callous sector in the new year yeah because uh, unfortunately we i booked a date with the manager of the store we play in and like at the second i posted it to facebook and invited people he told me that it was the weekend leading up to christmas and they were there for open on sundays ah, so uh, we have to move it to the new year unless i somehow i don't know don't stress my ass off and find a weird solution but i don't think so so i'm playing on something in the new year hopefully a two-day event if possible um but i'm not sure if we will make it in time for that wow we'll have you back on so we can talk about what you've been doing this year because been on shouting out throughout the year so we'll have you back on later during the year just to talk about it in general because oh, yeah. i think that would be awesome source yeah yeah, for sure, man. Well, we're going to jump back over to the the big game because now now it's now it's about time for me to get shamed. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I think it's I think it's fair to say that uh, what Pear was alluding to about don't yell at him, he did his part. Hey, I did my part too. I just you know, Dawn basically got the luckiest of lucky fucking shots with a vortex grenade, and effectively shoved the banana up the tailpipe of a of Warlord Titan. <laughs> He rolled to hit, he hit, he rolled a six on the D table, so he got six plus D6 hole points, he then rolled a six, so I lost 12 hole points in one hit. Did you use re-roll? Uh, no, because all my re-rolls are out at that point, because I tried to keep myself alive a bit longer before that. And there was no re-rolls immediately within range of me. And um, I, I, no, wait, what am I saying? Yes, we made him re-roll stuff. We did make him re-roll stuff, but he still did it. He still did it. That's the thing. It's like we made him, that's it, because he got the hit. He rolled a six on the detail. It was like, roll that six again. So we made him re-roll the six on the detail. He got another six. Then he rolled the six again. And at that point, it was like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> I think it's fair to say I'm taking a vortex grenade in the ass. Um, and then I got charged by a warlord with its two D-strength uh, D hammer rathits and the reaver titan that went in. And, you know, it, it was basically getting, you know, pummeled. And it, it, it kind of went boom in the most spectacular way. Um, but it meant your tank stayed alive a little bit longer because it took all the shit for your tanks. Yes, what happened there? You were on my right. Yes. And General himself was on my left. Um, General and me were banging, a, trying to bang a Warlord Titan just in front of us. The one that later kicked your ass in close combat, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay, and let's let's keep going with that. Let's do that. Yeah, that's good. Yes. So what's happened was suddenly my right flank wasn't there anymore. <laughs> it was, it just moved a bit further down. What are you talking about? Um so what really happened was I think it was uh what's his name, Andreas? Yeah. Um hammered my beautiful little super heavy tanks and knights with uh, the double D shoulder weapons. On the warlord, I think. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know the name the of turbo it. Laser, the turbo, turbo laser. laser. Yeah, yeah. Turbo Those things are not. Smack, um, smack, 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 smack. Let's just say we. Uh, I was playing. I want to point this out. I was playing the war the warlord type that I painted for the raffle. 
So we we said that to be nice and friendly. It had the fist with the cool looking claws on it. It had the volcano cannon. It had the missile launchers, and then we come up against fist volcano cannon and just gigantic D turbo lasers on the shoulder. I mean, it would have, he would have done better to put a wheel of go, a wheel of brie down, and we would have understood the amount of cheese that was there anyway. Just saying. <laughs> not that I'm bitter or anything like that. I'm not bitter at all. Fucking dawn. Um, sorry, <laughs> please carry on. Yeah, that's all right. Um, to be fair, I don't really remember what happened tonight. I think they just blew up somewhere. Um, my fair play survived the longest. Because no. this is pretty fucking crazy. Fellblade wasn't really a threat to anyone in that game, in that set. Yep. Because they didn't have any D-weapons. Small tanks. <laughs> so yeah. that's, a, that's another perspective on it. It's actually survived yeah. the longest in the second game too, so... No one wants to waste any fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> Only Fellblade, that's nothing. Fuck it. <laughs> I think my, all my stuff were dead in turn 3 or something. Um, did, I think did, didn't you and I comment in turn two at one point just after the warlord had gone up that basically we were looking at your tanks. It's like looking at a predator squadron, <laughs> a predator squadron in a night battle, just looking at it. Um, yeah, something think, like that. I think your your got your butt kicked, and then yep. he murdered me with me with his double D shit. Yeah, yeah. Was, wasn't was, that wasn't that because he didn't have range? To the other titans down yeah, the table, it was so far away. So far away. Yeah, literally, with that game, we 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 uh, we done uh, our, our general uh, done a, a brilliant. Daniel had done a brilliant job of just saying, right, yeah. we're going for the objectives. We're going to play this one for the objectives. You know, like we were actually playing a real game, um, and not just playing APOC as such and trying to kill. Uh, yeah, each other. the loyalists just try to kill things. Yeah. And the it was traitor like, actually had a plan. Can yeah. you believe it? I know it was weird, right? Um, yeah. but, but it was the other way around. <laughs> it has been for the last two years. Oops, spoilers. Um, but uh, no, we had literally there was this. We had spread all our titans and knights and everything out along the board, and then they took out the center, which was basically the warlord, the reaver, and a couple of supporting knights. And suddenly they're stuck there, going. Uh, um, I don't know what to kill because I can't reach anything. <laughs> it was yeah, that's probably true. It was genius. I thought that was freaking hilarious. But uh, on the objective side of the side of thing, I think mm. I don't know exactly here, but after two turns, we had a massive lead in victory points, didn't we? The traitor side. I think yeah, we had you like forty points or so. Yeah, I think you scored. 12 points on your first turn, then you scored 8 on their turn, and then you scored like 16 points again, something. Yeah, so like, after two turns, we, are, we had a feeling we might get a draw the second day. Seriously, we are very competent generals. They're actually telling us what to do to get the victory points, not to shoot, just because it's fun. Yeah, so that's pretty important. That was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, so that that was a good game. I mean, for Magnus, as you were running it, how did it how did it feel when you were running that? Uh, the first game was brilliant. Uh, everybody was doing their 
apart. There was no weird questions. There was like from a TO perspective, uh, there was some some questions about like uh, objectives and especially one that <laughs> the loyalists really wondered about is there's an objective that you get two points for destroying wall sections. And <laughs> the loyalist was like, well, we'll just throw that away and re-roll it. And I said, no. If you get that objective, your commander has some scorched earth theory going on. Just destroy the wall. And <laughs> that was a, a thing that came up in every game after that. But I, I just... I just smiled and walked away. It was fun to see the confusion. <laughs> but okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it, was, it was really fun, and it was impressive to see, like uh, I said, like a foul blade was not a threat, and the Titans going like, well, we only have nine six-inch range, so let's kill me here. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we're gonna have to take out those lesser targets like uh, fell blades. <laughs> yeah, fell blades and other scrappy tanks. Or maybe yeah. we start walking up to the table and see if we can. <laughs> it was nuts. That was crazy. It was so much fun to watch that. <laughs> and then, uh, so I guess the, then after that we had our army parade. Uh, oh no, we did the army parade at the end of the day, didn't we? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because of the run on time, we went for lunch. And then we did the second round. And the second round was a little bit more interesting when it came to um, when it came to the old uh, the, the old apocalypse game for sure. Um, so I think I, I kind of want to save that one so we can talk about that in a second. but um, yep, as yep. we were as I, I mean I was playing on the traitor's side because we were at odd numbers due to uh, I think one of the guys dropping out due to sickness and uh, real life stuff getting in the way, so we we were one off. Um, so for the next round, Freddie jumped in um, yeah. on the four thousand point games, didn't you, bud? So tell Fuck everybody yeah. about the <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yes, I did. Well, uh, I managed to face off against Hans, which uh, he he was the loyalist general. Uh, so he but he was busy placing all these guys. Uh, uh, on tables, and then he realized he hasn't placed himself. <laughs> I was like, oh, that, that, that's okay. Like, I'll, I'll face you, mate. Uh, and then I brought my world leaders, my dropout army, and uh, we played on uh, on the the Fortwell table, not not the the magnetized one, but the one that uh, Magnus and I did for Lincoln. That's very nice, that table. Yes, it's super nice. And it just, like, that battle was an absolute fucking slaughter. Because <laughs> so, in the mission, we had to hold uh, four objectives, and you had to place those objectives in dangerous terrain. Uh, the thing that happens was that anything that was in that terrain got a four-plus cover save. So you kind of had to kill the men in close combat, which I didn't mind. But yeah, we we had a massive fucking fight off with all these breaches and shit. And me dropping in like crazy person, and he had all these intercepting shots. And you know, I had a he, he was pretty smart because what my my first red butcher squad came in an Andalus, and he charged that like he charged me instead, so I didn't get my rage bonus and shit. 
and no, no attack bonuses, which made him, you know, he shot it up fuckloads in the beginning and then he charged it in and, and he managed to lock them up and, and actually won the combat in the end. Which is kind of surprising, but you know, the, the if you get the charging on the red butchers, they aren't that powerful. They need to get that first umpin. And he had a sergeant with a power fist who, who could actually, you know, instant kill a couple of them. So it wasn't too bad. Uh, but my other red butcher squad just went to town on the entire fucking left flank. It it carved through like three squads. <laughs> it was just insane. Lost like one butcher. In the end. They charge into Dorn and his uh, his Terminators, and when the smoke cleared, I had one Red Butcher and a damaged Dorn left, <laughs> and then and then uh, Angron came in his Thunderhawk and said hello, and said hello, and then he <laughs> there was there was a what what are they called Temple Guard squad maxed out with some weird champion like legion champion leading it as well and some apothecary uh who became a speed bump for angron <laughs> and i don't know there was some other shit in between so we were good though because it got me to do like a happy move towards dorn and then eventually i i, I ran into dorn it was just dorn left against a poor red butcher and I challenged Dorn, and I was up on like nine attacks base now, because <laughs> you get extra attacks with Angron. And fucking Dorn, he he came out of the first round of combat. Angron, no wounds, <laughs> because he got one wound, and then I regenerated it. And then poor Dorn, he was left on his last wound. And obviously, the round after that, it was over, but. But it, 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 he was on the yeah. ropes. Yeah, on, on the ropes. But the the fun part of it, like at the end of the game, when we we played all six turns, and at the end of the game, it was a draw. On two oh, points. Yeah, it was a draw. It's like it was, because he had, uh, I had contested one objective. He held one objective. I held one objective. Uh, he got first blood. Uh, I got slay the warlord uh, with price of failure. He got, I also got, he destroyed the Thunderhawk with his fucking flak missiles. It's so useless, like nine points. They did intercept. <laughs> I had eight whole points taken off of me on the first turn it arrived from intercept. Because uh, it's just uh, 12 in this, like armor 12. <laughs> like, what are you supposed to do? You can't jinx it because it's a super heavy flyer. I jink it. So yeah, nah, it's so. So I got him, and it, because it was above, it's like it was a monstrous creature. It's like two, two uh, price of failure. Uh, we both had uh, what do you call it, uh, line breaker. And then I think he got one point for attrition. So yeah. So it sounds like a really awesome game. Yeah, it was it was super close. Even though, like, uh, in the beginning, I thought, like, fuck, because my first wave of drop pods were just annihilated, <laughs> and then I thought, oh, fucking hell, this is not going to be well. This game's going to go shit. <laughs> and then, um, and then kind of, I came back, and then when the red butchers just fucking ass raped everything, uh, like my because my leviathan is landed and he was just gone. Like he had three javelins and 
got like got through with one fucking one of those uh, melter gun uh, multi melters, and then just one shot at it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, no fucking javelin. I mean, no more Leviathan. He didn't even get fucking shoot. Oh, well, he shot. He shot at the two basilisks, but he's just eh, fucked it up. Did like a whole point on the basilisk, but yeah. So it, it was a close and fucking even game. So in the end, it was pretty fucking close, which was good. And like, uh, I enjoyed that game. It was super fun. It does sound like it, it. I mean, to be fair, I know I was sort of skirting around and took some pictures of it, and it looked really good. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. Now I think uh, on onslaught for uh, world leaders worked really well. I like that because I was running an onslaught list because I had a, a thunderhawk and I had uh, Angron. So obviously I couldn't, you know, take the first turn or uh, I had all those other fucking drawback sh- shits. But no, it, it was fun, super fun. It played out well for you in the end. Yeah, he was super fucking even. Yeah, that sounds awesome. And Hans is such a great guy. I mean, yeah. he's so much fun. He it was his dawn that tailpiped my. Um, <laughs> you know, not that I'm complaining. You're not going to forget I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. No, never, never. I'm gonna I'm just. Just it'll just be fish shaking from the other side of whatever wall I'm standing behind at the time. <laughs> um, you know, I don't just. They, don't you play Iron Warriors? Yeah, so nothing yeah, unusual there then, basically, is what you're so saying. You know, yeah, exactly. So you know what Dorn does with your guys. So. Yeah. Yeah. Spank saying... him. Oh, that's it. It's on like fucking Donkey Kong. I'm taking on everything. <laughs> now. I'm gonna just... I need to get some Dawn kills down just to, to reclaim something of some sort of, you know, honor. Well, leave that to me, mate. That's what I do. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. Well... <laughs> it was, no, it was, it was really, yeah, like I said, he's a lovely guy. There's a lot to do to, to sort of catch that match. Um, yeah, let, let's talk about the big game this time. Magnus. Yeah. <laughs> tell us the about second game. The, big, the second big game, dude. Tell us all about it. This is when power gaming comes alive again. <laughs> 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 and it, it was expected. Uh, no, no, how can you say that? No, no, no. Looking at the player pool, uh, playing in the table, um, it was kind of expected. I thought maybe, just maybe, for once, <laughs> they wouldn't pull it. No, yeah, but they didn't. Um, the second game started with the Loyalist uh, putting all their stuff all along the walls, and then the traders deployed. And they deployed every single unit they had pretty much in the center. Or like a bit off left of the center. Uh, With all the titans, everything in one place. And then they started just murdering the loyalists. Uh, Because half of the loyalist forces were out of range. So... The traders had a massive advantage, uh, and the loyalists just stood there and took it. And <laughs> took it hard. Yes, yes. Ever so hard. 
Like, they didn't even get bought a drink beforehand or get yelled surprise at before it happened. No, uh, and the thing is, uh, one of the traders had uh, brought, like, two Warhounds. Uh, so there were more Titans in this game, and the two Warhounds sported double lasers, uh, turbo lasers. There was so much D. <laughs> <laughs> it was all the tickle guns going off there. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the warlord on the loyalist side blew up turn one. I think like a reaver and the warhound blew up turn one, and I, it was over from turn one. It was um, it was brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's when you use uh, pure pure tactics on the game. Uh, that's what happens. But on, a, on an interesting side note, like on uh, the tables that I played, like the 4,000 versus 4,000s, the Loyalists actually did score heaps of uh, campaign points. Yeah, during that game, they scored a lot of points uh, yes. on the 4,000 points tables. Yeah. But on the, on, the, <laughs> on the big mega battle table, there's not much victory was had for Loyalists. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, they took back, on a broader scale, they did took back the Void Shield and the Fire Control Center. Yeah. Which was, uh, which was important. Uh, <laughs> I don't no, it think didn't. so for the third game the next day. <laughs> oh, no. Nothing helped. That yeah, well, nothing well, helped. We, well, the interesting part was, like, we haven't tried it on this massive scale before, so we were bound to have some issues. This was one of them. Uh, I talked to <laughs> traders about it. Not, not much success. <laughs> uh, but we shortened down the table, or we removed an entire table to like push everything together. Um, for the third game afterwards, but it, it, it's a learning experience. So, yeah, I mean, to be fair, we did we we did talk a lot about it after the after the second round. We did make a few changes to the the table itself. Um, you know, we just move, move the position around because we had one of the fantastic. Um, Oh, which one is it? It's the strong point, or I can't remember which Forge World tile it is um, that we had. Um, no. We had that at one end. We moved that to the center, gave a little bit more room behind the box, You know, we had a little bit of fun uh, trying, trying to make it a bit more interesting. Um, yeah, moving the tile around really worked, actually. Yeah, I think it was uh, it was well received. The next, the guy, the guys on the, um, you know. On the um, on the third game, yeah, the, third game. Third, yeah, uh, really enjoyed it. But um, yeah, I, I I must admit, I just just watching from not even from afar, from like two or three feet away, I did feel sorry for certain points of that table, um, especially for the loyalists, where they're like, yeah, we're just down here doing our thing, slowly walking up towards the other end because apparently they they only decided to deploy on one half of the gigantic fucking table it's like uh, <laughs> sorry guys we, they are playing the game we can't exactly force them to sorry um, <laughs> yeah 
so it was it was it was it was fun it was a lot of fun um and interesting all at the same time well, i i'll take that on board because it's it was slightly my fuck up because that uh destroyed two wall sections yeah no. uh in in my my notes <laughs> which i was supposed to write down it's like destroy two wall sections if a traitor if you're a loyalist uh, then you have like have no enemies in your you know the because how we did it like yeah no in, in your uh map section mm. okay so remember how we had like uh, we have a gate and two walls and that was yeah. like one section in the beginning when we were yeah so if you had no no traitor in your section you would score like five campaign points but obviously i didn't write that down and that's why the confusion with the wall like why the fuck would the loyalists destroy the walls obviously i had a plan <laughs> uh, <laughs> just... why the fuck not <laughs> yeah but i did not i did not uh, fucking write it down so that was my bad yeah learning experience we'll, we'll get it right for next time yeah it's all good well, it was stressful <laughs> it was it was a great it, you know it worked out but, uh yeah i mean we once once the sort of once day one was wrapped up everybody laid out their um their armies uh we did uh i went around and took some videos of all the army there's still some to upload which for some reason facebook is being a dick about and won't let me upload so I'm working on that, but we uh, we we had that all laid out overnight, which was really cool. Because I must admit, uh, I spent a lot of time walking around looking at people's armies that night after everybody had buggered off, and we'd gone for some food and come back. Uh, and there's some really nice paintwork out there. Um, I mean, we you actually talk about it later on when we talk about the uh, the voting and stuff, Freddie. But yeah. it's really impressive to see just how how far um, people have come overall um for their painting you know whether it be techniques or you know styles whatever you want to call it however they've done it it's just come on leaps and bounds in the last few years you, you might think we had a few painting courses here i, I don't know who'd, who'd have thought we might have done stuff like that and people may have may have appeared and you know we you know it's been it, it's definitely shown and i think it's nice to see that those skills have sort of floated out to the to the to the guys who haven't been there but uh no guys that have, etc. If you get what I'm saying, you know, it's rubbing off in the hubby. That's the right. It's a massive the... difference from just last year. Yeah, 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 totally agree. Thank you. That was the word I was looking for. Much better way of putting it than. than... <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it was uh, really good to see, and I guess it's uh, it, it's fair to say everybody got their beauty sleep apart from the Danes who. Had to then go through their rites of passage while being with Bjorn, or uh, sleep in the cottage. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, yeah, we, we, yeah, that's true. Um, so on to day two, and started off again with uh, the generals divvying everybody up. We did have a a couple of other dropouts over the night, sadly. Um, yeah, someone's fucking car broke down. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry to hear about that, Jens. That was. Real shame. Our, our, our lovely Jens from the Northern Heresy, who uh, was there for day one, his car decided to uh, basically... I, I'm pretty sure it was an Alpha Legion thing. I'm going to blame Bjorn for this one. Um, <laughs> Always blame. Because he was... Well, Bjorn or Bjorn, because there were two Bjorns, and they were both running Alpha Legion. 
go go figure. Um, it must be something about the name. Um, and it just got a little bit. Um, it, it was just a bit of disappointment that he couldn't make it. But uh, but yeah, now I have a free Dark Angels army. I was going to say, yeah, now for next year's raffle, we have a Dark Angels raffle going on. <laughs> um, but uh, no, in all seriousness, we had the, the first round of games kicked off and we had the, the new table layout on the big table. And, you know, we sort of alluded to it, but how did that, how did that one roll out, Magnus? And you were playing on that one, weren't you, Pear? Uh, yes. Let's see here. Yes. I haven't <laughs> talked about my 4,000 points day one. Oh, fine. No, well, I, I thought we just, yeah, of course. Oops. Um, yes, please do talk about your 4,000. I'll edit this. No, I won't edit this. Oh, I, it won't make. Yes, back to day one. Do you know, back to day one. Back to day one. Yes. Uh, it was a fun game. I'm playing against this Danish guy, Peter. Yeah, I never met him before, so a new opponent. That's always fun. Uh, I had a Mechanicum list. I really don't like playing against the Mechanicum. I don't play them too often. I find it very, very hard to beat. Um, myself, I had my Dark... dark ooh. Oh, <laughs> my Death Guard. An onslaught list with one Falchion and one um, Felblade. Um, and have a support. I had Derideo and Malkador, a Spartan yeah. full of Grave Wardens, and probably something more I can't remember now. Um, two Dreadnoughts, Contemptor, one uh, Tactical Squad, one Assault Squad, um, one Ramus Medkay, and one Praetor. I think that was it. I might forget something. And on this table, Freddy talked about with um, you have four plus cover save in your areas with objective, if I remember correctly. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. And it was almost a total slaughter. Um, I don't remember any details of it. <laughs> it was just a total hammering for me panicking trying to kill this uh, nasty multi-wound mechanicum units I don't know what the units called but they are popping up in the drills and shooting haywires no. <laughs> <laughs> that's a oh, very nice. very very nasty thing Welcome to the Danish meta. <laughs> yes. Right in front of your 600 point falchion. It survived for a couple of turns though. Um, <laughs> but unfortunately, his Hayway dudes also survived for a couple of turns. <laughs> you see the problem right there. Yes. <laughs> and he also had a Atropos Knight in the list. So he popped up with. Hey, why dudes? And that Atropos thing rushed up. So basically, they were on his right flank, offensive units on his my sorry my right flank. Mm -hmm. So I spent like four turns just trying to kill these two. <laughs> and I don't remember exactly what it was. It was something coming from my left side as well, but I don't really remember it. But at the end. I won 
basically because I managed to snatch two objectives with one objective I took with my assault squad. I had one guy left. And the other ones took my cheesy fucking tacticals who's been sitting in the, in the rhinos for five times <laughs> behind the wall. And once again, probably probably no one gave a shit about because you had like a falchion and a fell blade and all these other grave wardens and shit. Yes. I was going to say, how did, did people actually give a damn about the fell blade this time? Yes, uh, but not target priority. But it's a very, very good tank in a normal game, of course. Uh, but uh, the Falchions tend to get the target priority. Yeah. And I, I think his Acropos actually blew up in my line, though. My backfield and killed something. Probably Dreadnought. Uh, I might be mixing up my memories here with my other game against him. There was a lot of night there, too. But in the end, it's my first win in a tournament against Mechanical. So I'm very, very pleased. Awesome. Um, I find that those armies are very, very hard to beat. On the other hand, I don't play them enough. So I uh, don't know. Yeah, they're not exactly the easiest armies in the world. To play. Uh, but, um, but it was a very, very fun game. We were playing for a very long time. I think, Magnus, you were there picking us to wrap things up. Yeah, you were. You were like 45 minutes over, so you almost played for five hours. Yeah, it was very fun. A lot of slaughter. But in the end... And you may have consumed a bit too much beer then as well, so it just kept on going and going. Sorry? <laughs> consumed too much beer then. Yeah, just kept I, on going drink, and so I had to drink his beer too. Um, <laughs> well, that's only, that's only polite of you. I mean... Yes. Yeah. You do what you can. But it's a very fun game, a really nice guy, so I enjoyed it a lot. Awesome. Well, I, I apologize I apologize for missing your, your day one games. So, you do. can go to day two. Now we go diddly do, diddly do, diddly do, diddly do, back to day two. So, round one of <laughs> no day worries. two. Yeah, totally smooth, seamless. It, it, nobody had noticed the damn thing. Um, <laughs> We go on to the, the, the first, the sort of round three, game one of day two. Yep, got all the numbers in there, check. Um, which is the, the big apocalypse fight. Um, yep. How did that one work out? And let's start that to pair if you can remember it, depending on how hungover you were. <laughs> that was pretty fine. Um, it was a more active game than the first one. Uh, the first one, I was basically just trying to shoot the Titan, then the Titan killed me. Um, <laughs> this felt a bit more active for me. I have to actually using my nature, charging into this uh, the bunker thing you placed in the middle. Um, what's his name? Force World. Yeah, yeah. something yeah, the, or other. <laughs> the tile, the ca Castle Stronghold, or something, I yeah. think it is. Or. Uh, my, my plan, my general's plan, and it ended up to be the plan. I had my uh, trying to get my knights in there because it was an objective for the loyalists, if I remember remember correctly. They got uh, it's an objective for uh, both parties to hold. Yeah, but they hold uh, an objective marker in uh, yeah, in the, the pile. 
and I was more active, uh, different opponents on the loyalist side for my tanks. But we're the traitor side, we talk to each other, focus on objectives all the time. Um, for my part, it was a more fun game. Because it happened a little bit more. It was not, not that very static. <laughs> You're like, oh my god, oh my god, <laughs> D, D, D. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was fun. It was some nasty haywire mechanicum dudes there as well. And ended up from the loyalist side, drilling up from the in the no man's land. Uh, Eric's, Eric's drill. Of course it was. <laughs> um, haywire. haywire is nasty. <laughs> yeah. I don't like haywires. Why? I don't understand. <laughs> Fuck it. It's just fun. <laughs> yeah, they are fun. But I think I killed... I think I killed one of Johnny's. Atrapos Knight. What? Was no, not Atrapos. Oh, the Porphyrion. Yes, the Porphyrion. Which that is also yeah, a nasty knight. Yeah, that's a nasty thing. But There's so a lot of fucking Porphyrion there at the event, though. Who? The Porphyrons. Porphyrons. Yeah, there were a lot of them. Yeah, they are most definitely the new hot shit right now. You know. Oh yeah. There this year's Warhound or whatever it is in. Around Atropos in my in the Apocalypse, Apocalypse game, it did. All the just like the Felblade, it's not a threat. In the same same way. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the total score in that game, I think Creator won. I don't know. The thing with this big Apocalypse game, yeah. It was a good setup. The general has to be active, which they were, at least for the traitors. But you do <laughs> lose a little bit of track what's happening on the far ends of the table, or if you are in the end. That's that's the little bit downside of it. Yeah. So, but it's hard to do anything about it. To it but anyway, so I don't really know what's happening in the rest of the table there. So if anyone maybe can fill it yeah. up. I can take it away. Um, and uh, well, this the third game of Apocalypse. The traders are still doing their thing. Uh, there was a bit more spread this time because we talked to everybody about it. So better spread of units, and we switched it up that we there were less objectives on the map, so it was harder to. Seize three objectives, which one was one of the missions. And we put a special uh, counter in the center that was worth two campaign points. Each turn you held it. So it was on that Forge World tile, so everybody had to like get on it. We wanted some point for everyone to focus on, uh, which I think worked out nice. Uh, Lots of knights on there, at least. Uh, but there was this little boo-boo we kind of... <laughs> I realized, <laughs> like, after turn two, I think it was, when the four loyalists didn't have any titans left. Oops. Yeah, and we realized that while, while we gave the traitors the raffle titan, 
the loyalist also had a warlord titan which was kind of the idea but the thing is the warlord titan on the uh, loyalist side was actually Anders entire army <laughs> so uh, the traders actually had an extra warlord to, uh, so they have 3000 points more than the loyalists uh, so we gave back gave two reavers back to the loyalists that they have lost so they could put on and just instantly get on the field get onto the field again and started their turn this did not help. <laughs> we tried. Uh, we tried to we, help. Yeah, yeah, we tried to help. Um, there was this thing on the loyalist right flank or uh, trader left flank. The the traders had like two warhounds and two reavers, and the loyalists just put in the two reavers and lots of super heavy tanks on that side, and they failed so miserably. <laughs> I went back. I was like, okay, they got this. They're going to pop those warhounds. All the D is gone. Everything's cool. And I walked, like, walked up the table. I'll go to the bar and come back. Yeah, yeah, I'll go to the bar. I'll just check out stuff out. Just then I came back. Yeah. Once the shooting was done, I went back and was like, yeah, they scratched the paint job on two warhounds. And nothing. Not a single kill. They actually had a Warhound kill for objective that turn. And then didn't kill a single Warhound. So Same. we tried. Impressive. They failed. Yeah. yeah, they were so unlucky, the Loyalists, during that game. They did, try, no... they, they did try really hard, let's be fair to them. It's not, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not like they were not trying. I mean... I, I think there was one point I watched Eric. That's actually where we got the picture. No, it's the wrong one. I think it was. Uh, oh no, maybe that was the second game. I can't remember. But Eric fired his ordinatus. I think that was that game. Yeah, this is the third game. Yeah, 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 yeah. He fired his ordinatus and just went fuck the wall and just fired his ordinatus <laughs> through the wall and then through everything else. It like it took out the wall. I didn't see what the damage was to everything else, but. I sort of walked back a little while later and the things he shot at were still there, so I guess it wasn't as devastating as he'd hoped. But the wall was gone. The wall was blown up and that looked pretty pretty effective. You just get the feeling there's a Magos that went, fuck this, beep, and just went, <laughs> we can't be bothered with them waiting for waiting for them to open the door. We're just going to blow a door open for ourselves. We'll take out whatever's on the other side. Yeah, now, now, now when you mention it, Yoda, yeah, I was actually, it was right in front of me. Yeah. Or another thing. I was shooting it. You get on two first or three first turn. You should mm -hmm. try to shoot again it. What is it? You get the negative modifier on the damage. Okay. Basically, yeah. it's yeah. not quite shooting at it. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, but it's yes, wrong. Six. Yeah, it's just, it, you literally, yeah, it's one of those things. It's just not going to blow up, effectively. You've just got to, you know, maybe immobilize it or something, or take some hold points off it or something. I can't remember what it is. But it's... Uh, it's, 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 it's yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's like, it's like it, 18 hold points or something. Yeah, it's, it's, that, yeah, it's just... You're just going to take hold points off it. That's it, basically. Yeah, the shields... 
the shields make on turn one it gives you a negative three modifier on the d table and that's i think it's that's negative one. three strength on all incoming hits and blasts and then minus three on the d table yeah so you're so not gonna right in the face with my falchion roll a six Oh, you got the minor three modifier. Oh, fuck off. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's when you literally don't want to be rolling good in turn. And it's like, roll a six. Oh, congratulations. You actually get to roll. Oh, crap. It's still, go it's still going up. That's why, that's why you need that uh, feedback thing and lock it down. Yeah. Lock it down. Lock it down. Lock it down. Lock it down. Poof. No. Nice. Poor Eric. I mean, that was a beautiful piece of kit. I mean, he literally built it for the event. And he built it from bits box and stuff, which was awesome. But it was just, a, I think we said it in the first game pair from you know, I was like, just lock that thing down. Why? It's going to piss him off. And because it can completely destroy a flank. If it gets a yeah. good hit, it will ruin things. So yeah. lock it down and kill it as quickly as possible. Kill it, kill it with fire. Kill, kill it with me. Yeah, kill it with nuclear fire or gigantic fucking laser beams or something. Just <laughs> kill it till it's dead. No, but it, it was a fun game. But it, uh, looking at like the dice rolling for the loyalists and everything, and all their missions, they like their objectives they had each round were just shitty compared to the traders. <laughs> so, well, it's one of those games. It's, Nothing to do about it. Yeah, the traders were like in the entire event, they were pretty lucky with their missions. Yeah, they always had, they could always score like all their missions all the time. The loyalists got like shitty missions, though. They have to, I think there was one turn, I think it was like during the first game, if it was the first turn for the loyalists, they gave away more points than they, than they scored. They like gave away eight points and scored two. And they're like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think like well, it was like the fir first round for the first game. They they got the mission to kill enemy characters, kill enemy infantry squad, and then the traitors, like all the infantry and all the characters, they were deep striking anyway, so they weren't on the table. So it was like, okay, well that's good. <laughs> <laughs> and they could because they couldn't trade away both of them. They had to score one, and you know, so yeah, yeah. Well, such is life. Yeah, such is life. I don't, I don't know what happened in the four thousand point games, but um, there was still I don't a know pretty either. Well, for some reason, like the the loyalists uh, kept uh, winning. Like it was yeah, super even. Yeah, they were super even on the singles. Because yeah, when but... when they came and recorded the scores uh, to me. Like the like for it was really like one table trader, second table loyalist, one trader tables loyalist. There were a few draws. Uh, the void shields, kind of uh, they lost the void shields, took back the command center, mm. and yeah, so it was like super even on the four thousand points tables. It's just that they were so unlucky on the apocalypse, and and I don't think like the first game they didn't really play to the missions. The other games no. they they did play to the missions, but the problem was that. They got so shitty missions, and they, and once when they finally got some decent mission, missions, they were so fucking unlucky with the dice rolling. It was ridiculous. So, yeah. I mean, that's and let's be fair. I mean, we did. That was one of the things we did make it as up to chance as possible. What missions people got and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, there there was no uh, traitor 
traitor favoritism or anything like that. I mean, I only put no. those in once or twice, so I mean, you know, it wasn't really that much. No, like the lawyers, I have to put at least 30% in reserve, but they had all the defensive placements working for them. So, and that wall. And the wall. So, like mo for, for yeah, cover. yeah so most of the things were like in covering shit, but yeah, I don't know. They, they were so unlucky. Yeah, they, they would. The guys were unlucky. They put up a hell of a fight. I mean, there was no. And they really did give it their best. Um, yep. So, yeah, and, and then obviously lunch. Everybody goes and grabs some food. And sadly, after lunch, we, we were losing some of our players because the, um, the, those who hailed from the Great White North had Antarctica. to. Yeah, basically had to head back, and that was the the uh, loyalist general Hans, uh, Joachim, and, and uh, some other guys who had to, some of the other guys who came down, Jonas, and a few of the others, um, and they had to head up because, to be fair, at the end of it, um, they had a long drive because at some point the street lamps would run out of gas, and they wouldn't be able to see where they were going um, on the final stages of their way, their way home. You know, you have to get in before darkness because if anybody sees you coming from the south, they'll worry that you've been tainted by electricity or something. I'm sure something like that. Um, but they they had to head off, so we, we did something different. But I think it's I think it's well, fun because the, the, the get get it into perspective. It takes them longer to drive up the northern part of Sweden than it takes for the Danes to drive home. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Considering so, the Danes yeah. drove the wrong direction. Right. Yeah. Yeah. including that <laughs> even including that um i mean i think it's uh, yeah i mean fair fair place to them. I mean, the, the fact they came down they were awesome you know at the end of the day it was so much so much fun having them there um it was great but i think it's we have to shout out because we did do and if you, you go look at our facebook page there's a live video of the final draw and everything for the um for the raffle for the wrap-up for the everything for the event but because um, we'd already taken in the voting by that point, um, we needed to stop everything and pull pull some of the guys in because they picked up some of the awards, the awards. That's right. Won. And what what which ones? Who'd picked up what, Freddie? Uh, well, Hans picked up place choice for uh, for uh, the loyalists, and I think that was very well deserved. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then Joachim picked up uh, the Max Award, the wooden spoon, and he wore it with he bore it with pride. Yeah, for maximum fucking unluckiness. Yeah, but then again, everyone got jealous of him because he got visions of heresy. So yeah, it wasn't like he went away completely empty-handed or just with some condom, uh, you know, with some cutlery. He did do pretty well out of it, and it. Yeah, well, everyone in the in the car is like, "Oh, the, now they can take turns reading it on on the way up." It's like this is porn. <laughs> this is heresy porn. Yeah, so they they had uh, they had a fantastic time. Uh, the fantastic time heading back with all that stuff to enjoy, and you know, big shout out to uh, to Hans doing a really good job with the. Obviously, getting some seriously lucky fucking dice when it comes to vortex grenades, um, <laughs> and you know, doing doing all right with everything else. Um, 
I, I, you know, I'm very, very happy to have had those guys down. They were absolutely brilliant to, to hang out with for the weekend. So, well done to you guys for picking up those awards. They were totally well deserved. Um, yeah, and sent them on their way so they can go back and tell of the, the amazing thing that is electricity and and you know, food cooked not over an open fire or hunted and gathered. Um, no, I have to I have to worry about you know the children getting missing because they've been eaten by bears or wolves and exactly. shit. Exactly, or you know we we we, resp- we love the fact that they're uh, they, they came down and we can't we can't wait to see them at our events next year because uh, they have they have threatened to come down. Uh, in fact, Joachim was adding more stuff to his uh, to his army the not long after the event as he was you know been chatting by a messenger. So it was like that's awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, all, all hard for heresy on that respect. So it's going to be absolutely baller to have those guys down next year. Um, so yeah, so what, what happened basically after after lunch? After we had this this sort of uh, exodus of, of players because they had to head home, we we kind of had to make a decision on what to do. Um, and what what was the sort of final choice, Freddie? Uh, well, we did that. Uh... We kind of mixed it up a bit so people that wanted to play APOC again because people were still hard on for Titans, they could do that. And people that want to play 4,000 points could do that. And we kind of blurred the teams. Uh, so the generals and the 2FC, they could mix up the teams again. Because beforehand, we we like the, they had set teams. So now we mixed it up and we did like a, a kind of a not the wall has been this like in the. Because what we reached in the the differences in the points, the wall was fucking destroyed. Everything was going to shit. It was kind of rear guard action going on with the the mega battle. Uh, Literally, the loyalist commander got himself off planet. Yeah, <laughs> put his put his uh, bunch of bananas between his legs and fucked off in a it is uh, it is custom you know thunderhawk thingy and just ran for the skies. Well, he ran out of fucking uh, vortex grenades. That's, you ate them all, so. No. So he, he went back to Terra. He went back to Terra to restock. Dad, co- Dad called and said, "You know, it's a curfew on. You have to come home." Yeah, you're out past your bedtime. Get home now. Yeah. So, so fucking around with in Byzantia, you know, you have you have Earth to defend, uh, and then uh, yeah, so it was like a massive kind of final showdown the last massive armored elements on the planets we're trying to do like a rear guard action to protect the evacuation of loyalist forces of the planet and and kind of the sprawl going on in the hive city like was the the last death row row of the city just to, because now the defenders like the loyalists they were super cornered they know that the people that haven't left for like the deep debarkation points or embarkation points for the evacuation they were fucked so yeah so basically they they just withdraw uh, and it was just a desperate struggle to see what how many points could the loyalists get before the game was over yep and it it it, it brought out some really fun games um there's i've got a i've got again more pictures trying to get them off my phone literally as we speak um, where we happen to have like all the titans on like a 12 by 4 playing space there's like reavers shouldered up to warlords shouldered up to warhounds shouldered up to more reavers with some knights hiding in between and stuff <laughs> and 
that was an epic throwdown <laughs> that went that went off there. That was that was really fun to see. Um, and just getting randomly called, yep, engine kill. It's like Jesus Christ, they're going down like flies. So, Pella, what uh, what game were you in on the uh, sort of afternoon of of day two? Yes, I was playing uh, Apocalypse. No, I wasn't. Sorry, it's late. The four thousand <laughs> point game. Yeah, four thousand points feel like Apocalypse. Uh, against him, his knight armies uh, allied with Imperial Fist. And Imperial Fist was a Spartan, Sigismund, and uh, his dudes. <laughs> his dudes. Maybe it was a medic in there, I don't remember. Uh, anyway. Uh, it was his six knights or something. In the first turn, he advanced, and I unloaded everything on him and his shields. I was pretty lucky. Uh, I killed, actually managed to kill his poor fire on, or whatever you supposed to say it. Yeah, so that's felt pretty good. Um, <laughs> pretty good. Cost <laughs> uh, some hold points here and there on others, but not much. Then turn two, he is in your face with these quick advancing lights. Well, in your face, in not, my face. <laughs> not in our faces. <laughs> no, not in our faces. Your face. Don't do that. <laughs> Uh, and an epic struggle with short range fire and massive. I have to say, he got a little bit bad luck because he charged my super heavies and he's supposed to just kill him. But he did it. Um, so I actually had a few more rounds to shoot than I normally should have. Um, nice. I made a epic mistake with my assault unit, though. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, charging a knight, considering I have melter bombs. Uh, unfortunately, his this little knight sword. He's got the sword will hit you automatically in the, if you're in base contact. Mm, uh, I have that. Yes, for you so or him. It was good. Not for me. Uh, my assault unit just. Got wiped out from there. Um, <laughs> but I managed to shoot some few of them off. And there was an epic struggle in the middle between my Grey Wardens and my Praetor <laughs> and Sigismund and his unit, who has spent a turn to try to knock out my Fellblade, who actually survived that too. Considering it was like 15 melt bomb attack or something, I remember. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they like to play with swords, yeah, not with bombs today. In that struggle, my Grey Warden come out, comes out as a winner. Not even Sigismund survives that many shameless attack. Uh, I have managed to kill you with the. Uh, Infantry units with my fell blade, but not that. Not many. In turn one, Sigismund challenge, of course. My praetor, what can I do? 
is a narrative gaming, I stand up there and got killed. My Grave Wardens, <laughs> uh, I think I was the charger, so I had three chain fist attack on each Grave Warden, 10 Grave Wardens. That's a lot of chain fist attack, so I managed more or less kill this entire unit with it. So the rest of the uh, Grey Wardens kill Sigismund the turn after with a massive amount of chain <laughs> fist attack. Um, that was cool. Nice. Uh, but in the end, I don't really remember. There was no um, objectives in that scenario, I think. Um, it was just, um, of course, it was objective, but not. Um, Well, was it that one where you're supposed to get infantry yes, units to one. your opponent's deployment zone? And extra one. points if you kill yeah, infantry units? Yeah, no one had infantry units in the other one's <laughs> deployment, so just seriously forget it. I He didn't kill my tactical squad because they were hiding in a rhino behind the wall. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> your game, your game winners. Uh, he had uh, 150 uh, points of game winners. That's, that's what they call. That's what they call tactical marines. That's what they call tactical marines. Because it's a tactic yes. to hide them behind something till they call in. Uh, the he had, actually had a heavy sport unit <laughs> with volkites uh, in his deployment. So, so there was equal. Um, I killed the infantry unit. He killed the infantry unit. I have first blood, or in the end, I don't remember everything. In the end, it was a draw. Uh, I mean, uh, but it was a really fun game. It was when it, his knights was like five centimeters from my lines. Oh, he's just gonna smash me. But I sorted out, got a draw from it. I'm satisfied <laughs> with that. Yeah. Well, it seems like you guys had super fun when you played your game. Like, every time I walked past, you were like, yeah, it was a everyone fun was game. smiling. Really fun game. It was just crazy. Happening. He's, he had a little bit of bad luck, especially in the first turn when I killed his knight with Porphyrion, with his, with his uh, saves, in more saves. But uh, what can you do? I roll bad sometimes, too. <laughs> sometimes. Every time. <laughs> Every day. Huh? That was seriously. It was a really fun game. <laughs> and it was a draw. It's not a loss. So it's a good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They were I like really his good. knights. He's really putting good. a lot of effort in his knights. Done the whole fucking. Nice. Well, isn't his uh, knights theme from uh, House Divine? Yeah, House Divine. And he's got Banalash there as well, which looks absolutely awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really really nice. yeah. That's pretty cool. It's cool. Because it's always fun to play yeah, against an army. Very awesome. The person has put some effort in his painting in his army. That, that goes to the Danish guy, PT2. You know, they, you could see they, they cared about yeah. the army. They spent time to actually look, make them look good and so so they, they didn't chance they 
the game yeah, is yeah. automatically more fun in that way. And that goes to the whole community. Yes. Just have to say it. Yeah. Was was That's yeah, when the effort's put in, it makes an effort and it makes it better. And it, especially if they done like some sort of like thematic narrative theme to the army, then it it just it's like good paint job, a good fucking background. Yeah. It just Absolutely. makes a Absolutely. massive difference. And there was a lot of those armies around. So cool. Which, if you want to see them, you just go to Facebook and look at the Army Parade videos. Exactly. And all the, the reams and reams of photographs that are going up there as, you know, sort of in dribs and drabs as we go along, as we sort of tagging their stuff up there, uh, which was, you know, absolutely, again, really good to see everybody's stuff coming up. So... Yeah. I think it's fair to say that um, when it came to the uh, came to the games at the end of the day, everybody was in high spirit. We were we were able to get the uh, get a lot of the stuff packed away early as well, which was nice. Sort of how, you know getting some of the tables broken down and stuff like that, which hopefully for the guys that ended up staying a bit longer <laughs> at the end made it for a bit easier for you. Oh uh, yeah, yes, that was that was definitely a good thing, and. Um, yeah, we had uh, a rather, uh, what do you call it, a rather interesting um, results. Well, I, I would like to say interesting. I think they were a foregone conclusion by the middle of the second half, first afternoon. But, um, you know, it, it was nice to see how things wound up. Um, so, yeah, let's because we've got the um, the raffle to talk about as well, I think it's we'll, we'll sort of just have a quick chat now about the awards and how everything's up. But... Uh, Freddie, with, with some sort of drum roll, imagine the background. Would you like to uh, explain or give over who, who won the event and uh, how that all ended up? Uh, I, I can say that actually when we went home, or went out drinking, I should say, on uh, on the Saturday, it, the, the traders were leading, but not too much. Like It wasn't like a four done conclusion or anything it, 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 like they were leading it was that's was fair enough to say but but then by midday on day two we were like holy fuck what's going on because <laughs> the traders day is fucking plummeted ahead on points and it, it it was in you know it was the apocalypse table because it was it was they were kind of they, they started Pretty for like the first round, the loyalists did really bad. The second round, they they took back a lot, except for the apocalypse, but they took back a lot on on like the four thousand versus four thousand tables. The second day, they were doing pretty, you know, like Pella says, it was a draw. Like my game was a draw. Like uh, they did, they did pretty good on on the four thousand. Like I think they they gave as much as they took, but on the fucking apoc tables, they were bleeding points like crazy. So yeah, in the end, the the traders took it. With like, they probably steamrolled them, you can say. Yeah. Hence why, hence why Dawn <laughs> left in a hurry. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Yeah, so so it was a massive. I think I think they they won with what was it, like fifty points in the end or some shit. Yeah, it was something like that. It was a massive. It was a landslide in the end. No. Yeah, it was two hundred and twelve points to 
I'd like to say 140. Yeah, I think it was like 149 or something. Like yeah, that. something like that. There was there was a, there was a fair split. Uh, so for once, for the first time in three years, the traitors actually took the uh, took the win at Scandus, yeah. in some style. And and to be fair, it it's actually sort of followed the way the narrative has been playing out in the event series. Uh, especially with the strong showing from the traitors at the the last event at the Forges of Chaldea, uh, that went really well for the traitors. So they got a lot of momentum, and then they came crashing into Numa Elysium and 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 took the day or days, I should say, and left some serious burning wrecks um, and large sections of busted ass uh, wall behind them. So uh, yeah. that was that was pretty awesome. Um, no, it's good to see though, like because at the beginning of the event series, like at Lincoln and stuff, uh, and the loyalist winning, and uh, you know, and uh, kind of like uh, winning at the event afterwards, we thought like, oh well, we're back to our normal fucking showing. You know, it's going to be the same, same as last time. But then, then now, like they came on strong in the end. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they did. It was rather awesome. Um, so it's good to see like uh, that the events are getting more and more more even it's not a foregone like the the loyalists aren't the number one top dogs anymore so now, now it's definitely it's like it's more interesting i like it this way yeah and i, I look forward to uh, to how that turns into next year with uh, with some of the stuff we've got planned uh, i think it's gonna gonna lead to some seriously interesting uh Interesting developments overall. Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, so we do. I mean, we we have got a a little teaser trailer which we can uh, put out for you all at some point in the in the next few in I don't know next couple of weeks maybe Freddie something like that we'll we'll put it up or we'll put it up after this episode airs or whatever we'll do yeah do something to show it off because there's some big big developments for us as far as next year's event series is concerned. Uh, but that's that's all going to come out in time. But we had a great time at the event, and I want to give a big shout out to the to the winners because I mean we've already talked about Hans Hans putting up the uh, players' choice loyalist because I hope you got a, a idea from us now that for us it's all about the hobby and the big pushes, um, letting the players choose who their um, basically who their uh, favorite um, army general. Uh, paint job, all that is uh, sort of combined into one. And who picked it up for the uh, the traitors, Freddy? That would be uh, the traitor general, Hutig. Yes, Daniel Hutig. Yes, which, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, especially as he was basically rocking a fever the entire weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, he really looked looked really sick all the time. He was yeah. so so crook, but he, he 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 was like so so engrossed in in being the general and leading the game. Like he didn't want to go home. He's like, ah, oh, he's giving drugs. Yeah, just just dose me up on painkillers. I'll be fine. I can do this. He, he always started every day with like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it, mate. Like, <laughs> I, I think I have to bail. Like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. You just you know, start rolling some dice and see how far you can make it, and then. And he's standing there with a smile on his face and he's <laughs> rolling yeah. dice. He's just like, yeah, I could die later. It's fine. I got this. 
Uh, <laughs> best cure ever. <laughs> yeah, heresy, man. It cures, it cures what ails you. Um, it's, it was legit good. I mean, it was, it was really fun to see that all go through. Um, yeah. And see everybody having fun with that. And him, he, he did so well. Uh, big shout to him uh, on, on so many levels. And then we had our uh, best painted as well. Yep. Uh, it was fucking, you know, it it it, it is uh, one has done the course and he's like he's super in, improved in his painting. I didn't think that his his uh, fucking um, ultra means that he showed off before he did the first ever painting course last year was any bad. Like they're they're really top notch, but like uh, he's really taking it to the next level. So it was our own. Semi alcoholic little fucking loud mouth drawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with and his, with his Alpha Legion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be fair, before the poll we actually told people that if they vote for Bjarna kick them dies. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's enough people out there who want to see for shame, all of you, for shame. Yeah. Well, well done to Bjorn for winning. So yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, it was a close call. Like he, he, in the end, he won. Uh, he won by one vote, and there was two tied on second place. So, was that? I think we counted it. You said something like there was. Uh, again, it's in the live video, but there's like fourteen or fifteen different votes for, um, or unique, you know, people voted for for the best painted. Where I think it was like two years ago. There's like one or two people yeah. who got all yeah. the most painted nods and stuff like that. So that's that's just awesome. I mean, and, and, I, and I think that the, that the player's choice, uh, traitor and player's choice uh, loyalist has kind of, because you always get heaps of different army votes, because well, people that vote on those, they, they just don't vote purely on painting, they vote on like army composition, style, uh, thought, and like the whole general feel of an army. And and there's a lot of different ones. There's generally like uh, one or two that stands out a bit that people really like the theme of. But most of those people aren't the same ones that are on the best painted. Like a few of them cross over, but there's a lot of variety of people that they vote on for place choice. And I really like it because people really enjoy different types of hobby style. And it's very encouraging. Like it, it goes to show that everyone likes what everyone else is doing. Yeah, so yeah, it's it's cool. I like that. I like the price, and uh, I'm really happy that we kind of introduced that. Yeah, and we've also got best sport. Yeah, not so important. Not so important, I reckon. (laughs) Not at all. I mean, it's not like you know, not not like we're voting on people who almost reduces their opponents to tears or you know that sort of stuff. But. Who, who picked up the boat? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's a reason why we have Pele on here because apparently people think he's a nice guy. So You're wrong, uh, or wrong. It's so weird. <laughs> it's it, it probably explains why, like around uh, before we left on the first night, that the, all the beer was and all alcohol was out. Because <laughs> they went around bribed everyone. Yes, that's what I do. I bribe people. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, is, it is the way to do it. <laughs> it is absolutely the way to do it. Is to uh, it, it, you know, it is, you know, one beer for me, two beers for them. Not only does it does it improve your win ratio, but a very popular human being. Apparently, what can I say? <laughs> Thank you, guys. 
it was well deserved, mate. You're an absolute legend. It was a brilliant, you were brilliant all weekend. So, yeah, yeah. well deserved, dude. But uh, like, like, like I, like I said uh, on the price row, like, what well, just with best painting, best, um, best sport has really increased. Like normally, it was like one or two people always, like as an event that got all the votes. But now it's it's like super. I think we had was. 16 people got like a best place vote and then it was like Pele uh, who won it like you obviously you're sitting here so I'm not talking to you in third person here uh, and then uh, then like it, Pe- Pele was uh, he won it by one vote over Sebastian yeah and then so but there was a lot of people getting best place votes like so People seem to be really, you know, a bunch of nice guys coming to these events. And I have to say there was, last year's Candice, there were maybe one or two times I had to EO and go and say like, oh, well, the rules are this and the rules are that and, uh, or maybe roll off or whatever. This year I didn't have to do jack shit. No, <laughs> there was no, there was no, no fucking arguments or nothing I had to do. I will say, I will say there was a couple of times where, uh, Magnus and I stood, had to step in on a couple of things. Uh, <laughs> nothing major, you know. No. I mean, once once people cooled their heels a bit and it was all worked out, it was all good. Um, but, you know, still had to do it. But again, it's, I mean, at the end of the day, that, that's just an event. It's going to happen, but it's not like it's happening every five minutes or, you know, setting the general tone of the entire event. No. So. Well, I think uh, so there, there will always be argument or not an argument but like uh, questions about interpretations when when oh, we yeah. throw up uh, random new shit and that, and sometimes like with the tank rules or with the like the centurion rules that we do maybe we, we haven't formulated in our minds it makes sense but we haven't formulated like just like force will do like we haven't formulated in the best way and then we play tested and everyone we play tested with they, they kind of assume because you played says with those people, and then when that issue comes up, we just like, oh well, it's like that, and oh that makes sense, and then, but then uh, when it comes to an end, event, we kind of forget to clarify everything, like that stupid rule with the walls that I forgot to put in the other thing. <laughs> you know, they, like we're not flawless. We used to do this at our spare time, so yeah. yeah. It's, it's at the end of the day, it's it's all fun, and like you said. Everybody was great about it. No, there was no fucking tears over misinterpretation. <laughs> fucking no, there was so. no complaints, and there was nobody heading off home early because stuff had not gone their way, or you know, they'd <laughs> lost they they lost seized initiative or some got seized on or something. I don't know. I don't think anything. Well, it sounds like, like pay TV forty k. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> GT play or Titan blow up by a character. Yeah, <laughs> the vortex grenade. Screw you guys. I'm going... No, wait. I'm already at home. Uh, fine. Oh. That's it. Uh, yeah, whatever. I'm going to my safe space. Leave me alone. <laughs> space. In your box. In my box of shame. In, your in, my, box. in my banana box of shame. Oh, no. It's a banana box. Oh, the PTSD. Um, uh, it, it, was, it was such a fun event. And uh, Personally, I want to give a big shout-out to everybody who helped in whatever way they could, however they could this year. Not just with this event, but with all the events, because it was really awesome of you guys doing that. And you know, I know Pele, you did some, you you know, drove vans and helped carry tons of shit around for us. And you know, 
just <laughs> generally do stuff and, and be a be a, a go to and that was really awesome of you and you know sort of stuff so thank you so much for that um, and uh yeah so i mean guys is there is there anything else any other uh, awards we need to shout out specifically or anything we need to shout out in regards to the scan this event itself before we start moving on to talk about the raffle titans uh, the raffle and that sort of stuff no i don't think so no, no. awesome all right then. I can think of well, I tell you what, because I did say we were going, we weren't going to do it. But we are going. We're going to take a quick musical break, and we're going to come back and talk back, talk about the the raffle, the titans, the prizes, the shocks, the disappointments, the uh, the oh my god, is it really him? Yes, we'd better phone him. Moment, um, which was totally the best moment of uh, of that whole thing. Um, so yeah, we'll be right back after a quick musical break uh, with something appropriate that I can steal from somewhere. And yeah, we'll be right back after this.
certainly was in the right. Yes, And we're back. Uh, so it's now time to talk all about the the raffle. Um, so, Freddie. Yes. It, it seems to be just you and me right now. So let's talk raffle. Uh, let's talk about what happened. So first off, uh, this year, how, how how did we do? I mean, how what did we end up on? Um, well, Oh, this here. Let, let me just do some click thingies, as I did some click thingies before, but it all, all disappeared. The click, click, click thingies. Which the click, click, click thingies. Which I will talk over the top of all you're doing because that's that's what I'm here for. I'm the yep. hostess with the most s, so uh, I'm here to look after this. So, yes, it's pretty pulling up the information. We want to give you an idea of how much we raised, but again, massive shout out to everybody who's been involved. Um, thank you to. Uh, Alec, uh, Alistair at Forges were in cosplay for donating a uh, Forge World weapon to the Warlord Titan. Thank you to Henry Steele at the Cult of Paint uh, and the Cult of Paint uh, for not only donating painted models as prizes, but one of their top top new airbrushes uh, that they're going to be dropping soon as a prize. Um, they were absolutely superb. Um, we've got some stuff from... Um, the lady who did what's it, is uh, Erica? Do you say her name was? Um, who Emily. Did, Emily. <laughs> it began with the. I apologise. It's like Emily. Um, with Emily, for, who did all the banners. She did a separate banner as part of the one of the prizes. Um, so many other bits and pieces that everybody in the community helped us pull together, put together, um, and obviously the main prize, which was uh, or main prizes, were the three titans that were raffled off that were uh, donated in by Freddie and were painted by myself, uh, Jody from Painting Chap, Commission Painting Service, um, you know, in our own custom Legio Titan color scheme and with the background, transfers, everything, which we had help in designing from, uh, from the gents over at the Age of Darkness podcast. It was Miles from Little Legend Studios who came up with the color combinations for us. JP, who helped to write the fluff. I'm sure Mark was in there as well. And it was just awesome, massive community effort to, to pull this all together. So have you clicky-clicky everything up now? Yes, I have, but this stupid thing has logged me out. Okay, well, I'll keep talking for a little while while you, you, you let us know when you're ready. Uh, but as always, we had the live draw, which you can go and watch because the video is uploaded to our Facebook page. Um, it's not only the wrap-up of the event, but the raffle draw itself. And as always, we have our we had our massively um, fair and impartial random internet random number generator um, help us decide what was going on um, for who would get to who would get which prize. And um, it has to be said that in the tradition of last year, uh, we had a <laughs> massive rush to see who could get the last ticket. Um, and I, th I swear we raised an extra couple of hundred dollars just doing that. In yeah, the last we did. Twenty minutes or whatever it was, because there was literally a. There's a fifteen minutes before we draw. We're going to do the draw, and suddenly there's this rustle of people getting their phones out trying to put the last <laughs> ticket in, which was yeah. just freaking hilarious. 
<laughs> it was oh, one of the funny things. <laughs> um, so that that was awesome. And, uh, yeah, we started off with the, uh, I don't want to say lower-end uh, prizes because none of these prizes were uh, worth any more or less than the others because they're, they're all going, all driving something towards a fantastic cause. Uh, but we started off uh, working out with uh, some of the prizes and, you know, beautiful people like John Stanford picked up something. Um, so there was a lot of sort of mix this year. There wasn't anything, particularly one in-house, if I remember rightly, maybe one. Um, but, uh, you know, there's a really good spread of where things ended up. Um, yeah, well, uh, Goran, who won the Nighthouse last year, yeah, oh, uh, yes. he, he won the Titan crew. He did, didn't he? He won the Titan, yeah. which is classic paint scheme done by uh, the lovely Mr. Henry Steele. Um, so he's going to be very happy to have those, which will probably sit nicely alongside his Warlord, uh, yeah. which he's currently working on, which looks rather baller, to be fair. Uh, stepping on top of a Spartan because Euron's one of the few people who has a spare Spartan lying around to do that with. Just saying, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, so there's the you know that that happens that that's a thing. Um, <laughs> no, no. So it, like my my clicky clickology has broken now. I finally yeah. relog relog in. Uh, so. Uh, as we've gone through this, but this is the third time we've done it, and every single year we have a goal of ten thousand dollars. And we we kind of like the first year we reached the goal on the actual day of the raffle. Uh, last year we reached it like a week before the raffle, and roughly this year we also did like I think it was uh, four or five days before the raffle, so roughly a week before the raffle as well. So we kind of consistent. Uh, so in all in all, for the last three years, we've raised uh, thirty-one thousand five hundred and sixty-seven dollars, US of American kind. Oh yes, dollars. Dollar. So not dollar dues, but real like American dollars. Like dollar dollars, which is pretty cool. Like the thirty k community has raised over thirty k for DMD, which is. Yeah, I mean that that that's been the goal. We we've not only smashed it. Let's be fair, you know we've smashed it every time. Um, yeah. In doing so, and that's that's just massive, and that that goes out to the whole community doing such great work. Um, you know, I think we've got to give a shout out to the guys at uh, the uh, the Forgotten Legion who. Host of the Thelaton, which is like a fucking high point each year for all of us, and I can't wait for the next one. It's like one of the main things all people want to get involved in the raffle is just to be able to do the Thelaton, uh, and also because it, it's so good. And we're kind of planning to do maybe like a, a kind of like a end of, end of raffle telethon in. Thing you used to say like oh thanks thank everyone and just just because i miss everyone so i need to talk to them again so yeah i went in on that anyway because that's that's going to be awesome so yeah you know got to get in on that yeah it is funny shit. it is so cool like it it is kind of grown from our little backyard into the entire world so like every single fucking podcast is involved there's like uh, the video cast and everything like everyone is involved doing their part uh, it, it's so cool and how it's grown from the humble beginnings three years ago to become like some sort of like community-wide stuff, and we get donations from everywhere around the globe, which is pretty fucking cool. That is very cool, man. And it's it's yeah, 
I mean, it's awesome. I think I think it's a, it's such a great thing to to have out there and to be doing. I mean, you know, we've we've told the story many times before. I mean, you've told the story yourself about why you're doing it specifically. But it's, yeah. I mean, it, it's just, it's such a worthy cause, and I know we're all all glad we can be part of it and do our do our for it. Um, and, 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 I, and I think it's like a, it's a super nice way to end the, our event series each year just yeah. to do the raffle with trying to give away like cool stuff to the community as a thank you for like supporting us in, in this thing and it's just like the it's kind of like the highlight at the end of the year it's like it's kind of like a small little Christmas for all of us not just for for us in the heresy community but also for like uh the community that has to deal with the DMD as well, and and like the little little bag of money that we draw from our humble kind of nerd nerd community to to the bigger cause is it's kind of cool. Like we we do something greater than just play with our toy soldiers, paint paint stuff, and you know. Yeah, I mean it's 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 fair to say you know if we're all honest with ourselves. We do. We have a very expensive hobby. It's it's great. It's a beautiful hobby to have, but it's awesome to be able to take a little bit of that, what what we would spend on that hobby, and put it over to uh, put it over to a good cause. And you know, on the back of that, um, by doing that, you're in with a shout of potentially winning something very very awesome. Uh, now, Freddie, can you take everybody through the 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 winners? Uh, who the winners? What? The winners? Winners and and gamblers. Yeah, the yep. winners because there were no losers. There were no losers. Oh, that's true. Because even if you didn't win anything, you you basically gave something to like a way worthy course. Like, exactly. The the little boys will win. That's about it. Yeah, so as we already mentioned before, we had our great friend Goran winning the the Titan crew, which I don't know, like we, we put a posted a yeah, photo of them on Facebook and oh, they look fucking awesome. I, I love the old school rogue trader. I, I know exactly like the the picture he's taking it from and oh, it's so good. Like if you have some of your old fucking rogue trader books, scroll through it, look at the Titan crew and oh, it looks fucking awesome. And um, then we have uh, Patrick Sherberg. Uh, he won the airbrush, which uh, as soon as I get back from field, I'm going to try and, and I'm going to try and ship out all, all winners to people that haven't already done it. As soon as I get back from, because I'm unfortunately I'm going on a work holiday. Brackets, <laughs> not so much fucking holiday. Uh, so and then we had uh, Jim Robertson on the Slaves to Darkness which uh, was the signed copy of all the design teams from Portugal, uh, together with the, the Weekender manual and a little carry bag for it. I have so to say, if, if I'm honest, if I'd because I didn't manage to get a ticket in myself this year, that would have been the one thing I would have been gunning for. Yeah, everyone has talked about it, and it seems to be like one of the most favorite things that people wanted to win. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's, just, that, that's, that's like a little piece of history with some... Very, very cool names to it, you know? Yeah, like during the entire scan, as people came up and just flicked through it, touched it, caressed it, like he wanted to steal it, but, you know, we guarded it with our lives. So. Yeah, we, we, took a, we took a few bullets on that one, but it was totally worth it. Yeah. 
Fuck yeah, no, it's so cool. Definitely cool, cool price to win. Uh, after that, we had uh, Christian Mandaran, who won uh, the Adeptus Titanicus rulebook, which is good. Get more Titans going. Oh, yeah. Play them in 28 mil like real men. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, and after that, we had Garrett Love, who first came up winning the books. Which is not like, you know, that's, you know, normally lightning don't strike in the same place twice. But then he came out winning the fucking River Titan as well. Yeah. One of, one of. One of, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. And I already talked to him. So at least there is one thing I can save shipping costs on because uh, we're going to hand deliver that to Adepticon. Can I, can I just say that if, listening to, if you listen to this now and you haven't seen the live, Please go and watch it. There might be a running theme of everybody going shipping costs every time because yeah. you were getting a little despondent towards the end of it, my friend. It's like, oh, God, this is going to kill me. Uh, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and then we had uh, powerful John Stanford winning the 3D printed terrain, mm. which is uh, pretty cool. Like, um, he, he's already contacted me, like, oh, well, if it's terrain, you don't have to send it. I have so much terrain on my backlog that it's not, it's, it's not a joke. Like, I can't paint any more terrain. Don't send me more terrain. I'm going to feel so bad. I said, well, I have to at least send you the fucking cool custom Titan tokens to go with your Warhound that you won last year. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's fair enough. <laughs> and then, so I'm going to send him the, the Titan tokens, and then I don't know what to do. So he said, I'll donate the... The blown up rhino to your club. I was like, okay, fair enough. I understand. I know. I know the pain of having too much shit to paint. So <laughs> I don't want to feel bad about not painting anything. The the, the uh, curse is real. The curse is you know. <laughs> the curse is real. Uh, then we had Ryan Bridges, who won uh, the Castles Army. Mm-hmm. And oh, I you mentioned that that was donated to us by uh, Martin. Yeah. That's true. Uh, which uh, that was an, an entire custos army that was donated to us, and uh, I had the pleasure of painting it all up. Thank God I'm not going to paint gold again for a while. But <laughs> no, it's good. Though. I got I got to to kind of experiment with a couple of techniques using different colors that I would normally never use. So it's good. Like it was a good development for me myself, and I got to play around a bit with the transfers and stuff, like the custos transfers and cut them up a little bit to fit the different shapes of the tanks and stuff. That was pretty cool. But, and, and also, <laughs> I also got to spend, uh, you know, well, Jody would know this pain, but I got to spend mm-hmm. a, a couple of nights frustrating over the, the stupid Fortwell resin. Oh, let's not even I, start. I, I had, too, had too much fucking mold release on. It wasn't properly cured, but I managed to sort that out in the end using all kinds of tips and tricks. It's all about the dark voodoo skills that we have, my friend. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, so I, I'm i going to try. I, I managed to find some foam. Like, I got, got some foam in. I'm going to try and see how I can pack it. So, I don't want it to be all fucking fucked up when it gets there. But I'll, I'll send it to him as well as soon as I get back from my work trip. Uh, and then uh, we have Gavin McGregor, who won the Reaver Titan as well. And AJ, powerful AJ. On the painting rack, which I I'm surrounded by them because I love them so much. So this is probably going to be you know the first hit is free, and then they're going to start ordering fucking painting rack from Poland. 
And then, surprise, surprise, <laughs> the, the, the big reveal of it all. Fucking Ulf won the Warlord, which was, like, he came, like, he, he came and visited the club on the Saturday, just to have a look at the gaming and look, oh, it looks so fucking cool, and posted some picture on Facebook, and then he, you know, went home, went his merry way, spent the Sunday with his family, and, uh, well, we did a draw, and... Because he's not the only Ulf that's donated, so there was a bunch of Ulfs, and I was like, "Now I'm I'm never, <laughs> I was never powerful with his last name." So it's like Bernstead, like Bernstead, but Bernstead isn't that isn't that Ulf Ulf? <laughs> Everyone was looking at each other. Isn't that Ulf? You know, that was here on Saturday. That was the other. <laughs> we were literally there was a couple of us trying to get our phones out to actually check to see if it was Ulf Ulf by using. It's like, is this really him? Are we sure? We're not sure. Okay, we got to find this out quickly. Yeah. Well, anyway, so we, we just called him straight off uh, Facebook and told him to like whatever. What, what is he doing? He was eating dinner with his family. It's like stop doing that shit. Get over here and pick up your warlord. And he and then he thought we were fucking kidding, kidding with him. Like there was some fucking joking shit. Yeah, no, he was. He, he, was... he messaged back on messengers like, like, are you guys like? Is this like a bad joke? <laughs> like, I like, felt no, more. Mate. No, mate. No, no, it's, it's legit. legit. <laughs> it's legit. Get the fuck over here. Pick up your warlord. I don't want to take it home. It's like fucking fuck loads of base. My wife would kill me as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that was gravel. It was pretty fucking funny. It's pretty yeah. cool. It was awesome to to sort of see the raffle, to see how it pulled out and who got what, yeah, and everything. I was, it was super awesome, and I was, I was super proud to be part of it. You know, I mean, uh, putting the putting together and painting the Titans and having the opportunity to do those uh, was was amazing. I really enjoyed doing it, even though it was stressful, even though it was done at very short notice due to reasons upon reasons. Um, still, they were done. They were there, and everybody was super happy with them. We got to christen them in battle as well, which was, you know, just awesome. Um, put them out. Well, there they got to feel a fucking D bomb up their ass. You just can't leave that go, can you? No. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I can't argue it. Damn it. Um, yes, they did feel a very large D bomb in their rear end. Uh, but that, that was the warlord, so at least it's gone to off. So you know it's going somewhere, um, <laughs> and uh, he'll he'll take good care of it. And I've already been talking with Garrett and, and Wolf about the the paint schemes and everything, and just you know getting them keyed up on everything, which has been really cool. But uh, yeah, it was it was brilliant, and we have already been talking about next year. <laughs> okay, because you know there's no just, breaks. There's no breaks for the heresy train. You can't stop. You have to keep thinking about next year and, and, and how you're going to make it and how it's going to look and, you know, what's everybody going to get and what you're going to offer. And, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be freaking awesome. <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> awesome. Um, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see how it all turns out. So yeah, we're going to have, we're gonna have and, fun. And people are super keen as well. And we had, like, the... The boys from the Golden Throne and shit you know, asking like everyone wants to like try and ship in even more next year, so it's going to be super interesting. To see what the hell we're going to end up with. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, all we can say to you, as members of the, you know, as part of people who take part in the hobby, is you know, when it comes down to it, 
the raffle's there for a damn good reason. We're raising money for an amazing cause. If you're, you know, not not sure, just just think about it like this. You can go out. You can go out and buy yourself a box of tactical marines, or you know, maybe a new tank from Forge World for the price of one of these tickets. But you a new tank from Forge World for one of the tickets. Holy fuck! Oh no, wait, sorry. No, I'm no, I'm thinking completely wrong. That's that's other places and other prices. Um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> part of a tank from Forge World. Um, <laughs> but uh, what what you could be doing with that is is giving it to a great cause. And being the, being with the chance to win something even bigger, and you know it, it might it might not be it might just mean you, you have to wait an extra month for that squad or whatever, being plastic at least um, to come into your army. But you could be rewarded with something big. But you're doing something for somebody else who who deserves all the help they can get, um, and that's extremely important. Yeah. So yeah. And we, you know, we, we're looking forward to doing this again next year. I mean, what's the mantra, Freddie? Go big or go home? We've gone pretty big. I think oh, we're no. going to go bigger. We're going to find a way. It's going to be the awesomes. There, it has to be. Well, there, there's no. I, I, I swear there's going to be no way it's not going to be awesome. We're just going to have to, you know, crank it up to 11 until, until the, our ears start to bleed, and then we'll, we'll worry about it afterwards. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's it's been brilliant, and you know, for, as far as we're concerned, I, I think it's fair to say Scandis was a massive success. Yeah, had a fantastic time. Everybody had a great time. Um, you know, we we we've been talking about next year for a month or two already. We've we've got all the we've got plans in place. We've got you know some, I guess you could call it exclusives. We, we're picking up. We're doing we're doing you know some big changes coming to our event series, but all all in the good, all in for the good of the heresy in the end of the day. Um, so yeah, I mean I can't think of much else to say than uh, what a year it's been. Um, it's still got some time to play. Uh, there's going to be more from us throughout the rest of this year. Um, yeah. You know, we want to hear from you guys as uh, as our listeners about you know the stuff you want to hear stuff you want to see what we can do um we want to get you involved we're going to get back to producing things like our army episodes we're going to do an episode about uh what we're going to be doing next year you know we've got a fantastic episode that we've pre we've recorded a little while back with uh, jp from the age of darkness podcast where we talk about narrative play and building armies around narrative and how to do that so that's going to be coming up very soon so that'll be a lot of fun to enjoy um so yeah so there's a a whole whole lot of stuff um to look forward to basically and we're just going to keep uh keep going on and keep adding more we can to the heresy so yeah, uh, yeah. it's pretty, pretty good like we we started the year at lincoln with a sold out event mm -hmm. uh got we had 40 spots got 40 players um we went on and finished the year with like a fucking sold out event um so let's just keep on doing that. I don't. I, I can't see how it's going to get much worse than this. <laughs> you know. So that, yeah, well, okay. can't see it getting much worse, but it's going to get a whole lot better. Though. Yeah. Um, and we're 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 just looking forward to dropping some of the new stuff that's going to be going on. But we got to got to tie it down behind the scenes first, and then then we've got all this stuff we can start mm -hmm. releasing and talking about what's going to happen and. You know, at the end of the day, if you're sitting there listening to this and, you know, wherever you are, whether you're in Sweden, 
um, any of the Nordics, or if you're you're out and out and about around in the world and thinking, I really fancy getting in on that. Come and get in on it. Don't don't hesitate. We're going to be running. We're going to have all our event dates out. We're going to have all the information out that will allow you to plan ahead of time. Um, short of the event costs themselves, because we, we need to wait for some of those to actually be worked out on other people's behalfs. But once we've got that, that'll be up as well. So you can plan your heresy year ahead uh, by looking at our schedule very, very soon. And I think there's going to be a nice surprise in there as well. So there's going to be some real... We're going to go push the hobby again and, and really want to be doing as much as they can with the hobby. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's going to be a baller year. Um, you know, we've got Magnus, we've got Eric the Dane on board, we've got uh, other guys joining the event team as well. So I, I can't wait. It's going to be it's going to be awesome. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. The more resources, the better we can like provide. Yeah, and I will shamelessly say this is. I'm going to jump back to it again very quickly. If you can, please come and give us some support on Patreon. All of it goes towards our events, uh, the podcast, things we can do for you guys, improving quality, improve it. You know, hopefully things like giveaways, that sort of stuff. We we're not going to see anything out of it. We just simply want to make the best we can. And if you guys are up for helping us, that would be absolutely fantastic. And a big shout to our current Patreon supporters as well. We love you guys. You're going to be getting some stuff from us very, very soon. So we're going to look after you as we always do. Um, so, yeah, unless you've got anything else you want to shout out, Freddy? Uh, no, not really. Keep fucking painting. Keep, um, you know, sending emails. Keep hassling us. And, uh, you know, just keep playing games. Exactly. Well, that. without further ado, I'm going to say it's a good night from me. And me. And from Magnus, although he's not here at the moment, he's had to <laughs> pop off because, you know, he, he's part of the team now. We really should mention him. Um, we're going to say, um, you know, remember, guys, treat life like 30K. Be angling in the streets, be fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Varangian Heresy Podcast, signing off. Party,